Blog Talk Radio. Podcast. I don't know if it was just to shut me up or what. 
But well, uh, I don't know why. I, it may, it might have been because I dissed Darren Young on my on my Facebook or, or whatever. I have no idea what, what it was. And the thing is, like, he was cool. I mean, he's a weird motherfucker. And like the 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 stories I have just from being around him for three hours could be in uh, they could be in a, a story in a book itself. But I mean, like, I had no problem with him. So I don't know what the deal is. Who knows? Well, also, I just saw earlier before this show aired, you uh, got a death threat from Tammy Sitch, who was the subject of uh, several shows ago, our episode with Damian Darling. Yeah, she um, she actually, I don't know why, she messaged me on Facebook, uh, I guess she saw me plug asked, and then she threatened me and told me that if I show up at any of her bookings, that she'll, I guess, well, she told me not to show up at any of her bookings. I don't know what she'll do. Maybe she'll, like, get her old lady uh, vaginal secretions on me or something. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, she might either kill you or worse, she'll have sex with you, which, as we've seen, is a fate worse than death. Yeah, and eat me afterward, like one of those bugs. But, of course, we have questions to answer. We're going to answer a few questions. We're going to let callers on the line. We also have, joining us at some point later in the show, Ed Wood, the former co-host of this show, uh, for a special acknowledgement of a, a shady company and some shady dealings. Of course, you can listen to him on Mondays on About That with Matthew John on this same network. Now, the Ask FM question of the day, you can ask us questions at ask.fm forward slash askcstc. Their question of the day is, what is your favorite type of berry? Yes, this is an actual question. I want to know what the most delicious berry is. This is the stupidest who, thing who I've ever heard. Who wrote this? Kincaid Banton? <laughs> yeah, hashtag berries. Real <laughs> fruit. Yeah, real. Grape squishers. How do you I, answer this? I, uh, dingleberry, I guess. Right. I was gonna, I was gonna say crunch berries. I mean, I, I like cereal, so I guess crunch berries would have to do. Berry, uh, yeah, to twig and berries. I don't know. Yeah, the most delicious berry is the berry from my nuts. All right, and <laughs> if anyone would like to sample those, feel free to get in contact with me. Now, hey, hey, do I still sound like I'm being flushed down a toilet? No, you sound a lot better now. So it what actually worked. What out. was it? Maybe it was just, uh, like, I don't know. Maybe like the, the, uh, I can't think of what it was, but maybe it was yeah. Benoit's ghost haunting me. Heavy set chiming in via the chat asking if your favorite berry might be Halle Berry. Uh, mm, she's one of those overrated actresses that like everyone worships, so probably not. Yeah, I mean, also she's starting to age. Her age is starting to show. So she's I'm, one of those. She's one of those black chicks that like white guys like because she kind of looks white. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, you know what? Like I would. <laughs> I would have banged the hell out of her in the storm costume in the first X Men film. That's when I would have done it. But she has to keep the Storm wig on. That's the only way I'll allow it. If she's like yeah. or Halle Berry, I can't do it. But I, if, like, if she, I like cosplay. If she's Storm, I want to do her and then lock her in a closet afterwards and watch her have the claustrophobia freak out. Yeah. Which is kind of messed up of me, but I guess I'm a messed up person, and that's how we roll on this show. I don't, I don't think she has that in the movie because they retconned everything, so she's like a regular American woman with no problems. Yeah. Now, we're going to talk about it. It's the elephant in the room. Or the ugly nasty chicken, if you've seen it on uh, on Twitter and other various social networking outlets. Uh, as much as we'd like to avoid its existence because it's gross and incomprehensible to us, we do have to discuss it, and we do have a question about it. What are your opinions on the MTV Video Music Awards and notably Miley Cyrus's controversial performance at the event? Um, I, I think the bigger story than that shit was Ricardo Rodriguez seeing me and trying to fight me last weekend, or or talking <laughs> shit, talking shit about me yet again. That's that guy's gimmick. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking um, before we get to the MTV thing, I was thinking uh, since my time in Florida has pretty much been a, a shit fest. When I leave, we need to have a loser leaves town match with me and Ricardo, and I'll put him over. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna propose that I did him, and I'll tweet him and see what he says. 
But um, no, as far as the MTV thing goes, it's it's fucking MTV. The award shows are for little girls who haven't gotten their periods yet, and I said that on Twitter and on Facebook. And I, I think it's just it's the same formula every year. You have like the same artists over and over, quote unquote artists. You have Eminem pretending to be controversial. You have Lady Gaga trying to be crazy, and you have like all these rebellious musicians, quote unquote rebellious, doing things to get attention and work shoot yeah. promos and stuff Rob, like that. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's it's worse than anything that I've ever seen. It's all gimmicked yeah. up. It, it, it everything there is manufactured. I'm pretty sure all of it. Uh, everyone, and it's funny, as, as a wrestling fan and as someone who's followed professional wrestling, you always get the why do you watch that shit? It's scripted. And these are the same types of people who then turn around. And watch the MTV Video Music Awards, the MTV Movie Awards every and year, more, and it's a, it's the biggest work in the fucking yeah. entertainment industry. Kanye West and Taylor Swift. Anyone remember that debacle and how long oh, yeah. we talked about it? Every every year, there's there's a big storyline or an angle that comes out of it, and then yeah. people talk about it the next day, like yeah. fucking Marks, fucking yeah. Mark faggots talking yeah. about it at the fucking coffee table or whatever at work at the water fucking fountain. Wasn't there a year one of the guys from Rage Against the Machine like threatened? Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. He he climbed on like the thing and, and cut a shoot promo too. Yeah, like a fucking sting <laughs> promo. He should have he should have had the bat and the fucking face paint, man. I mean, the thing that gets me about this is. Uh, I don't know. It, it is a publicity stunt. It is a, a lot of just ridiculousness. Miley Cyrus. What? Yeah, Miley Cyrus, you don't understand this. You know what? I don't like the performance. Her ass is hideous, but she's well aware of that. So by her grinding up on a guy dressed like Beetlejuice, Robin Thicke, I thought it was actually Alan Thicke. I was like, oh, shit, he's, he's, still, he's still alive doing shit. Like. Uh. I didn't even feel Robin like Thicke, Robin Thicke is like 45 years old. He's just as old as Alan Thicke. I, <laughs> they look like they're brothers. <laughs> like they're not even like father and son. <laughs> yeah, and you know, she's grinding against him with this uh, fucking ridiculous, what do you call it, twerking. Now, I know you wanted to discuss how stupid the whole concept of twerking is. What is that? I don't understand. Like, what kind of a fucking word is twerking? It sounds just, it sounds like a, a, a gay 10-year-old made up the word or, or something. It, it sounds like a candy or something. Like, what the fuck? Like, why not just call it, all right, she's shaking her ass or whatever. Like, it's the gayest word ever. Yeah, I, I don't understand it either. And, and It's in the dictionary now, by the way. It's in the dictionary. And I don't know why they would even, like, uh, these serious white people who, who write the dictionary, they're actually sitting there looking for these shitty fucking fly-by-night phrases and putting them in. What kind yeah, of shit? Yo-yo, YOLO, swag. I mean, when did these it's, things it's become? It's all gay. It, I, it's, really, it's really gay. It's like douche yeah. chill city. And what amazes me is then they, they turn around and they market this. Now, apparently there's some song coming out called Twerk. That will feature Miley Cyrus and Justin Bieber. So now you've got 40 million idiots that are, that are going to adopt this phrase. And these people don't even have talent. None of them, like, all right, like, all right, maybe they're decent at singing or whatever. But they have like a million dollar record label behind them. They have people writing their songs for them and producing the music for them. It's not like they're actually playing the instruments and, and doing the majority of the work themselves. And, and not to be a hipster or anything, because I realize that that's the phrase we use anytime someone says they diss something first. But I was yeah. Miley Cyrus weeks before the MTV uh, Video Music Awards or whatever, because of the fact that she looks like fucking Mother Russia from Kick-Ass 2. She looks like Ivan Drago. She looks <laughs> absolutely fucking ridiculous. She tries to talk like a black girl. She's confused and rebelling because she was a Disney product. All these Disney products do this every time. Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, the list goes on and on and on and on. Mm. And Nobody should even remotely care about Miley Cyrus's existence. Her 15 minutes of fame are up, but let's be honest here. She knows she has a disgusting ass. She used it to get some publicity, and there's no such thing as bad publicity. And the woman has enough money to buy herself an ass made out of complete plastic forged in, the, in, in fucking Sweden and, and just use that for the rest <laughs> of her body. I mean, and she should. 
But let, let's also look at the other end of the spectrum. Now, she could also hire a personal trainer. Johnny Landon, uh, always looking to make a buck. Miley Cyrus, if you're listening, which, yeah. are probably, which are probably not because you have a restraining order against people named Jason Rivera because there was a guy <laughs> who had the same name as me who tried to murder you uh, about a year ago. <laughs> there was? Yeah, I swear to God, it wasn't me. But there was another Jason Rivera that, like, broke into our house with, like, a knife. Wow. Dude, we need him on this show. Why haven't we done that yet? Because he's in prison. Well, yeah, but we, maybe we could like do a deal with his like parole officer or something, some shit yeah. like that. I don't know. Yeah, he tried to kill Miley Cyrus like a year ago, but that's neither here nor there. You should be proud of that. Now, as the Fuhrer of Fitness, uh, I have to ask you, in your expert opinion, what does Miley Cyrus have to do uh, in terms of a workout or a diet standpoint in order to acquire an ass, and is it even possible? Well, first of all, did you know how irritating it is knowing that I'm in better shape than all these people, these wrestlers, these celebrities, these jobberones who say that they're workout freaks and yet they don't even like fucking know what they're doing? I'm, I'm in better shape than them and I have less money than them. If Miley Cyrus has a brain, what she'll do is she'll call me up immediately and hire me. I'll do the job for thirty grand a year. I'll work cheap. I don't give a fuck. I'll, I'll help her out. What, what she needs to do is she needs protein. She needs to you know get some more protein in. She needs to do some squats, obviously, some leg presses. I put on so much size on my legs in this past like four month span that I could help someone I could help a hopeless person like Miley Cyrus in a month you'll see results so Miley if you're listening call me I'll, I'll hook you up with, yeah. with a good leg workout and I'll hook you up with some protein yeah. supplements yeah somebody please uh, tweet Miley Cyrus uh, link her to this show uh, I think it would be a big help to her now Glenn another former host of this show uh, saying via the live feedback via Twitter I think real Jason Rivera is just jealous because nobody is twerking on his dick. And you know what? I don't want Miley Cyrus to twerk on, on my dick. I would either. Lo she looks like Glenn. Therein lies the problem. <laughs> Therein lies everything wrong with her. She looks like a fucking skinny white dude. You know, uh, it, it's funny because Trent Beretta said this, I think, yesterday. He said, uh, talking about Miley Cyrus is like quoting Borat. It's played out. Yeah. I don't, I don't see why anyone would even want to. I mean, the, the music on MTV is shit that should be listened to by pre-hormonal 12-year-old girls, not by adults. Yeah. People like me and you shouldn't even be discussing this. Yeah, and it, it's an insult to our existence. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the thing is, MTV, I avoid it. I don't understand why, for years, music television, the music is trash. Uh, the one day of the year they play music, because you've got to buy, like, three other MTVs before you can get one that plays music. Uh, you know, the rest of it is, what, catfish marathons, real-world marathons? <laughs> you know yeah. what? The, MTV gave us The Miz, and for that, I will always hate MTV. And MTV, they try so hard to be controversial and edgy, like we are, but in reality, they're just it's just corporate bullshit. It's scripted. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's manufactured. How it's how you should dress, yeah. dress, what you should wear, who you should like, who you should want to have sex with. It's, uh, it's, for, it's for little kids, and, and I mean, like, it's for little kids, but then they have the sexual overtones mixed in. So people, like, it, it's almost for adults, but when you really analyze it, it's, it's kid shit. And it, it, their mission statement is to just make everyone gay and fucking ruin music. Yeah, and make everyone have kids at 16. I mean, yeah. with the 16 and pregnant bullshit. I, 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 uh, I've been in the MTV office before, and actually, their, their main, in, in the main office, there's a giant photo of uh, two men having sex. That is their mission statement, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> to make everyone gay. And them because, you know what, they, they took my information and they taped me, and all I ever got out of that was a few shitty reality TV show offers, which I turned down because they were fucking terrible. True life, when I take a shit, I bleed. Yeah, no, they wanted me on, on like, True Life, and then, like, there was some other show... Uh, that they wanted to film on a gym in Staten Island, and then there was one other one too. I forget what it was, but I turned all of them down because they were fucking retarded. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. It's just a shame because they, they took your look, they took my look, they manufactured the Jersey Shore out of it and ruined it for us. 
Yeah, I would. I wanted to actually. I want. I would have done like. A, I would have done like a real world type thing, just because me being uh, in a house with a bunch of idiots that would be money. It would be like this show, except. Well, it would be a fast track to a WWE contract, apparently, and a world title, and then a segment on yeah. SmackDown every week for twenty minutes that nobody gives a fuck about. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there you go. Jelly but, Belly. <laughs> if anyone wants to know why I'm growing my hair out, it's because of the fact that spiking your hair became this this, this monstrosity thanks to Jersey Shore, thanks to Zach. Ro- I mean, I have to right now. If you could see me podcasting, first of all, it's fucking humid. It's 50% humidity in Georgia. I turn all my fans off to avoid background noise. So it's hot as balls in here. I'm running around in my underwear wearing a hat to keep my hair out of my head during this show. Now, if that mental picture doesn't disturb you, then you're... As long as you're not taking care and spiking your hair, then we're good. Then you're probably this gentleman, an openly homosexual member of the network, the godfather of the CSTC network, uh, Matthew John Edwood, joining us on the show. Edwood, you are at war with another company now. It feels like you're, you're like MTV. Every year you're at war with some company that has wronged you. So who is it this year? I didn't turn my fan off because it's too hot. It's really, really hot. Let me tell all your listeners. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Okay. You have to wonder this why. Company, <laughs> I'm sorry, you started off like 60 minutes. I, 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 I think yeah. Ed, Edward needs needs a bunch of naked little boys who are uh, pouring ice down his body so he doesn't. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's so hot up here. I don't know what happened. It was freezing last week. There's uh, well, this so company. Get into, wait, wait, one one thing quick, right. Edward. Where were you last week when Johnny Landon was gay for like a day? Yeah, I, I was listening, but unfortunately, I was in the middle of a raid. You know, there's a huge patch coming up, and we're trying to prepare for it. Um, so I didn't I think his gayness was worth me coming on. Oh, well, that, that's a shame. <clears throat> I'm sure it disappointed you when I turned straight again. Yeah. Now, well, no, I mean, you're in Tampa or wherever now, so it, it's not that big. You know, you were an hour away. Now you're, like, several hours away, so I've kind of given up. Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm here quitter. getting threatened by Ricardo Rodriguez. <laughs> I Tampa. found I found something else to keep me occupied. Yeah, war with this with this company. Let, let, tell us about this guy because I looked at his Twitter page, and the minute that I saw Menorah, I, I knew that he was ripping you off. Well, yeah, okay, that, all that just aside, a rapper. all that aside, yeah, really, you know, him and his brother. His brother is uh, Ben Fetterman. And uh, the vice president of this company is Eli Fetterman. Um, and what company is it? This is one sale a day. Now, I've been doing, I've been buying things from them for like two years now. And I, I had a problem with, I bought one of those Shark wireless vacuums. But the company Shark was, they took it back and they fixed it for me. So, I was fine with it, but then what's happened is I bought this printer back in February from this company, and I had to finally change the ink. It was a Kodak printer, and I finally went to change the ink, and it wouldn't. Yes. I bought Kodak ink, and it wouldn't yeah. recognize the ink. So I had a shit fit. So I messaged them, and they said, "Well, call, um, get a hold of technical support at Kodak." So I yeah. did that. Mm-hmm. Now. Ignoring the fact that customer service for Kodak is in India, all right, and that drove me absolutely <laughs> insane. I'm not Everyone even trying to be customer service. Seriously, like, these people—it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do was communicate with these people until I started communicating with one sale a day. Have we'll get to that to this, in a second. What have you listened to this show? The Indian kids—all they do is sing a bunch yeah. of crappy direction yeah. covers and, and, and some of the spectrum videos. Yeah. 
Um, so anyway, they uh, Kodak sends me. The they think that on? their cartridge is defective, so they send me brand new cartridges for free. These cartridges don't work. So they get on, you know, how they can take over remote control your computer. Um, they did that, and uh, they determined that it was the actual printer. So did they look at any of your porn? Did they see anyone's I, dick? You know, they I thought have? that. I completely thought that, but I was able to watch what they were doing as they were. Well, they would have found pictures of you and Johnny, so, you know, you should be happy they didn't. Um, <laughs> hey, the, how did you get those? <laughs> I was on your, I remote controlled your computer. Um, so, oh. um, the, so they, so anyway, they, they're like, well, we'll escalate your ticket and they do. And then come to find out that <laughs> what one sale a day has been doing is they've been refurbishing these things, and not mentioning them, and reselling them. And Kodak clearly said to me that they are not authorized dealers of Kodak products. So I said, fine. So I said, now the only way to deal with their customer service, unless you're one of us, uh, for yes. one sale a day is email. So it took them three days to reply to my email. And, you know, I have no printer. And, you know, I do a lot of business, um, you know, from with wrestling and shit like that. So I'm getting frustrated. Well, they reply to me and they say, well, there's nothing you, we can do. Um, and I'm like, oh, that's just not acceptable. So I snap on, the, you know, the email or whatever. And being one of us, I very easily found their phone number on the internet and I called them. And of course Did the you woman doesn't want to them? Well, the woman doesn't <laughs> want to call. She's very offended that I actually called their corporate offices. I'm like we only do customer service through Why email. I'm like, oh yeah. that's you know what? That's something we can do next week. That's a good idea. So <laughs> I'm like um she's like, well we only do customer service, you know, through the inter I mean email. I'm like the fuck you do so anyway, um, she says that she'll look into it, which means she won't do anything. So I emailed them again, and um, you should have sent them ginjack.jpg or Finley. You should have sent them average I'm trying to avoid doing what we would normally do to people that would do shit like this. But the <laughs> kicker is this, right? They send me an email, and this is what set me off and on this rampage that people need to understand that this company. One sale a day is a fraudulent co company, and they will rip you off. They send me an email, and they say this to me. We yes. only take defective products back after 21 days. Never mind the fact that Kodak clearly said that I would not have known unless I changed the ink. So I wouldn't have known. But not, that notwithstanding, even if it was tw in, the same, in the same paragraph, they said we only take defective products back um, within 21 days. The woman that's writing this email goes on to say to me, and it was only covered under warranty for 90 days. What now, the fuck does that even mean? What, I, what I'm what trying to figure out here is you only cover something for 21 days, but they're selling you used shit. So, well, that, and they're yeah, telling you it's new. Not even that. They're telling me that you can only return it within 21 days, but it's covered under warranty for 90 days. How does that make yeah, any that sense to make you? Sense. Mathematically, that makes no sense. Are, are you as mad? At, are you as mad at them as Brian Roth was at Clorox, or is it a little bit less? I, know, I had heard that story. I didn't hear that. <laughs> I would love to hear that someday when we have time. You and him should talk. You should invite him on your show. Dig him up from the dead uh, and, and revive him. Yeah, he died of you fever. It, from Indian kids. That that you remember for customer service. Number? You remember the episode what? number? Uh, you remember the episode. Number? No. I think like 150. It was the math wrapper. It was. Oh no! Yeah, oh, 161. 
<laughs> I, I, I do want to hear that. I had heard that. I had heard part of the story today, but I just wanted to get it out there for you people that are listening. Do not buy anything from One Sale a Day. They are scam artists. It's not just me. If you Google One Sale a Day and reviews, you'll see there's thousands and thousands of complaints about this company, which I should have done before I even started business with them. But, yeah. you know, I'm just yeah. like that, you know. Yeah, now, uh, now let me explain. Now, this is what we're doing as mature adults that Matthew, John, Ed Wood is doing as a mature adult. Had this been uh, 10 years ago, we would have told you all not just to not shop there, but to spam them, Finley Dick, dot jpeg yeah. in their email uh now i'm yeah. in no way saying that you should send one sale a day dot com finley dick no, via at email at all shouldn't do it i don't think anyone listening to this show even knows what that is they spend all their money on like porn oh. and and beer yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah. i just had to get the work out there i appreciate you guys giving me a few minutes to do that always always yeah. now Edward, thank it's you all right I, I i needed a break so i could eat something so yeah. and uh, of right. course we know that we haven't heard the last of this because Edward will torment uh, no, all of these guys. I, I will go on forever. They don't understand. They fuck with the wrong one. <laughs> we we I mean, fully are aware. What was this? Real quick before you go, what was the story? The guy's dad got killed by a SWAT team. Evidently, their father was killed by a SWAT team. I actually have it up here. Um, there was For a cover up of the SWAT team. Doesn't murder go in and murk you. I mean, was it because yeah. did they sell the SWAT team a bad Kodak too, or did he commit an actual you know crime? I want to get a SWAT team to come in here and shoot this fucking printer. That's what I want to do. This, <laughs> you don't understand how frustrating this is. But, um, I'm going to shoot myself. I, <laughs> I wish they would. It's really weird, though, because the guy seems to be like this big humanitarian type of person, donates a bunch of money and everything to all these <laughs> Jewish causes. And um, But, you know... Thirty-nine dollars, thirty-nine fucking dollars. These guys are gonna, you know. I mean, they don't understand. I don't stop. I'm gonna go to small claims over thirty-five fucking thirty-nine dollars, and then you know sense. And pain and suffering. You, you know who? Realize. You know who will solve your problems, Edward? Uh, if you book Damian Darling for one of your shows okay. at ISW, he'll he'll solve everything. I'm, yeah. I'm working on it actually. It's just a show coming up as a tournament, and I can't really w- use him in a tournament, a tag team tournament. Well, you should just so. pay him to have sex with women in front of you, and you could watch. Yeah. Now, um, Ed, Edward, don't, don't be ashamed to play the gay card on this company. Now, you know right now, gay is a <laughs> gold that? card. I'm going to play the disabled card. I'm, just, I'm legally disabled, <laughs> and these people are ripping me off. Shit. Disabled and gay. I'm disabled, too. Yeah. I have a small penis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. That's in your Thanks own mind. Thanks for calling in, Wood. We will be Thank right back. Thank you, guys. Back some- Bye-bye. After this. Bye. Break. I love you. <laughs> and... <laughs> That was quite a moment. Of course, Ed Wood, do not piss him off. Do not sell him crap, because if you sell him garbage, he will get revenge on you. But now we have a word from our sponsors. And I think we have sponsors? Yeah, I, I think it's very important that we listen to this. This is a great gentleman. Uh, he uh, paid us 160,000 yen to play this commercial. Hello, I am a Mr. Mishimoto, owner and proprietor of the Black Rotis <laughs> Restaurant. The finest in traditional Japanese dining. Come and experience true service and excellent food. Don't believe me? Then listen to dissatisfied customers. The atmosphere was very welcoming, along with the vending machine in the lobby which sold used panties and live crickets. I'm definitely coming back. Black Lotus has amazing food and even greater service. My husband and I really enjoyed the 12-year-old servers who were greased with olive oil and wearing loincloths. 
if I ever want to fucking leave this place. So there you have it. Come and experience hearing the joy and eternal happiness at the Brack Rotish. Everyone is welcome except for Johnny Randin. <laughs> you know, but he did pay me the money, and with that money, I will buy uh, Mimoko or whatever he he calls uh, Mercedes Justine, and I think we'll go off into the sunset. Mercedes Justine, our guest from last week's show, be sure to give that episode. She a wants listen. to she wants to co-host the show with us for everyone listening. You you guys need to determine whether or not you you want that or not. Yeah, exactly. I'm back and forth on it because every time we have a, another host on this show, it seems like they end up just fucking failing and or going mentally insane, and turning into uh, some sort of supervillain. Now, yeah. of course, real quick before we go forward, just another uh, quick uh, mention for anyone listening to the show. Uh, Kiss, who listens to the show at X, French Kiss X, uh, her mother is doing a uh, cancer run. Uh, you can follow her on Twitter or donate via her Twitter page. I'll be retweeting that link, so make sure to, uh, to do that as well. And uh, back to the show. So we've got more questions to uh, to go I over. I forgot to ask Ed Wood if he would promote me versus Ricardo Rodriguez in a street fight. There, there you go. Now, Rats. let's go to the uh, the next question, which uh, should be very interesting. Uh, a man in Nebraska, actually, we were asked what our thoughts on this man in Nebraska who was jailed after a dispute with his daughter. A 42-year-old Sutherland man is accused of trying to hand a loaded shotgun to his daughter and telling her to kill herself. <laughs> Shane Halcott argued with his teenage daughter after she returned home from a dance Saturday night. The girl told her father about a boy she'd met, but he berated her, telling her she could not date. Sheriff's office said that after the girl told her dad that she wanted to hurt herself, the girl and a witness told deputies that Halcott got a shotgun, loaded it, and tried to give it to her, telling her to go ahead and kill herself. He remained <laughs> in custody Tuesday. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I think this guy's awesome. That's, you know, like I can relate. I could see myself doing something like that. Like if my daughter really pissed me off or if she was like banging a ton of guys or something. The million-dollar million question I want to know is, was it a black guy? I mean, is that what set him off? Pro pro it probably was, or even a Hispanic guy. Do you know yeah. how many uh, girl, white girls I've dated whose families have hated me, and I'm not even dark? Like, yeah. ridiculous. Like, uh, Lizzie Rainbow's mom asked if I was black. What is that? <laughs> Did she get offended? Did she, like... She, I, I'm sure she, like, I'm sure she asked because she doesn't want her daughter dating a black guy, but, I mean, I don't think well, I look I, that black. I mean, I look orange. I, I look kind of, like, I have, I have, uh... Hasn't she seen Django Unchained? The Germans and the yeah, Blacks are no, friends now, according to that movie. Uh, but I was I was going to go as far as to say, I think this guy's a Father of the Year candidate. I think we need to have a year-end awards show. And this guy needs to be nominated along with the father in <laughs> Houston last week who killed himself right after his child was born. And my own father, uh, Carl Rivera, who grew up <laughs> can that knocked me in my face and disfigured me. Uh, he maimed there's, me. There's, there's more. There's, yeah. there's, there's more candidates. Yeah, we have yep. so many bad fathers on this show. Yeah, we we never we never run out of bad uh bad parenting on the on this show. Bad parenting stories. It's almost as bad as yeah. Brazilians and their weird trippy shit that they do over there. Uh, now let me go to the uh, the next question, which is uh, one hundred percent of students fail a college entrance exam in Liberia. So how long do we have before Obama gives them money for a better education? I wish that he would give me money. 
I'm, yeah. I'm a broke motherfucker. I'm internet famous, but it doesn't pay the bills. Yeah, we need. To- I think it's hilarious that 100% of people can fail a, an exam. That's just like you you know you're a bunch of dumb motherfuckers when you all fail an exam. Like I'm sure that, that country should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> they can't even. Yeah. Well, what amazes me is uh, I am worried that Obama will be like, hey, here here's some money, here's some taxpayer money, and you guys get a better. He, he's gonna spend it all on this unnecessary uh, invasion of Syria. <laughs> Well, what are your thoughts on that? I, I, I think that while people are, are, I guess, debating the issues of whether or not we should get involved in Syria, uh, the, the big thing that people are debating that I see on Twitter is whether or not it's spelled with an I or with a Y, which is obviously <laughs> spelled with a Y, which I see on the fucking map. But I see it, it's Syria, not Syria, dumbasses, and people are arguing the spelling. I think they're more concerned with that. Is that what we're going to war over, the spelling of Syria? I, we might as well, maybe. I think it would be a more uh, valid reason to go to war than using uh, a government allegedly using chemical weapons on their own people. I, it's ridiculous that this country seems to want to interfere, and they don't even tell us why. Like, you have to really be able to read in between the lines and know a lot of shit in order to figure out why we're invading all these countries all the time. And, like, I have no fucking idea what the real reason is. Well, I mean, I feel like, I feel like we're, we're American, and we watched uh, – we did not watch, but we heard about the MTV Video Music Awards. And I feel like in that regard, America is using chemical weapons on me. So why, why are people why are people? I, I think uh, a, mere, a mere mention of the uh, MTV Music Awards or Total Divas or any of this stuff is enough to turn a, a normal man gay. So <laughs> well, it, it is kind of like a <laughs> – just like uh, you, you said yesterday that that almost happened when you viewed uh, pornographic star Mercedes Ashley's Twitter page after she did say, and I quote, I will not forgive you, Luke Hudson, because you abused my pages. Yeah, I don't understand. Um, she's really She looks like a, a post-op transsexual or like one of those ones that you'd see walking the street. You know street, what's weird? Like, all, I mean, all pornographic stars, once they hit like 40, get that way. Yeah, and, and she has those nasty tattoos and her face looks all beat up like someone used it as a punching bag. I I don't know like Luke Hudson he he's into like weird looking girls man that guy needs he needs help <laughs> What's the deal with him I don't get it <laughs> Yeah I want I want to get her on the show I'm going to like favor her and make her believe that I actually am into her and shit and then we'll get her on here and then we'll have Luke call in that would be money money Yeah maybe we could set them up I wonder how much she would she would take uh financially to take Luke Hudson's virginity cuz that guy probably like $8 <laughs> Now Luke Hudson for those who don't know he's the creepy uh Caitlin Stalker Used to be Celeste Bonin fan. Uh, he is now Caitlin number one, I believe, or Celeste number one. Celeste number one, all one word on Twitter. You should check his tweets out. The guy does nothing but tweet Caitlin from the WWE uh, 16 times a day at least, telling him that he's going to marry her and he wants to date her and all sorts of creepy shit. So be sure to check it out. It'll highly disturb you, if not make you laugh. Uh, now, speaking of disturbing, uh, creepy men, uh, and we use the term men loosely. One Direction's Liam Payne turned 20 the gay. Can you guys sing him Happy Birthday? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. No. I mean, I, no, the no. The fact this guy's even been alive 20 years makes me sad. Those are, I mean, those are those guys. Those are those corporate fucking poster boys who are overpaid and, and don't have any talent and just thrown out there and shoved down our throats. And, no. and people worship them, even though they're ugly fucks. Yeah, if you're a guy and you wear girl jeans, you have a serious problem in life. And it's not even cross-dressing. It's a problem with your nutsack because I don't understand how any any man with a penis can fit into skinny girl jeans and, and his testicles not just shrivel up and, and fall off. I mean, that, that's just a fucked up thing to do. I, I don't understand. I've said it before. I don't understand the big deal with One Direction or why people find them famous uh, because real men should not frolic. 
Uh, yeah. And that's what these guys do. They frolic and they, they tickle, fight, and slap. Women are morons. I, I mean, everyone, everyone's a retard. Well, you said it earlier. Everybody who's uh what did you say? Every woman who's above a five is a bitch. Yeah, or no, uh, I think I said every every woman who's a five or above is an asshole, and yeah. it's the truth. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. uh, the, 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 every woman just has an attitude nowadays, and and yet yet they'll yet they'll sweat scumbags like fucking One Direction or Justin Bieber. What's with that? Yeah, exactly. Now, we'd love to hear your opinions. Of course, you can also call in six four six seven two seven twenty three sixty four and join us on the show. I want I want Brie Olson to call in. Yeah, you know what? She looks good, uh, even though she's taken a lot of dick. It's not a deal breaker yet. I don't think she. No, I, I, like she's so hot that like I would completely forget that she's banged like a million guys. Yeah, uh, I would get caught up in the moment. <laughs> she she's so, she's so hot. I'm actually following her cat on Twitter because she told me to. She opened up a page maybe, for her maybe pet we cat. Can, we can get her to come on the show if we like kiss her cat's ass, like with Silesia and her dog. Maybe we could get her to come. <laughs> Probably not because it would be yeah. over like 90 seconds for me. Like the minute she laid a hand on me, it would she just be turned, over. Brie Olsen hasn't turned 40 yet, so she hasn't got that melted candle look that most pornographic and former pornographic yeah. stars yeah, get. She's, she's like way. 17 still. Yeah, I mean, I do remember where I started to notice her existence was when uh, the former wrestling troll on Twitter actually tweeted her every day asking her to sit on his face. Which uh, that? that would be like asking for Charlie Charlie Sheen to rub his balls on your face. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think I would do that, but uh, I would do I, I would do everything else. Yeah. Now, uh, now, if you were a famous celebrity, and this is a question that we've been asked, what do you think would be the most annoying part of your life? Um. I, I normally I would say fan interactions, but I actually find uh, stupid fans funny because it gives me like stuff to do and, and things to make fun of. So it wouldn't be that. Probably maybe having privacy, not or not having privacy rather. You know what? For the money that they're getting, I wouldn't have very many problems. But I can see dealing with a bunch of idiots highly annoying when you're going through like a social interaction with somebody you know or a friend or family, and suddenly yeah. you've got. 7,000 tweets from idiots uh, expecting you to respond to them, pandering to you, kissing your ass with their insincerity. Uh, I think of guys like uh, like CM Punk, for example, uh, in the wrestling circles. And God, people just – he can't even say hi to a person without like there being 75 tweets uh, within a 30-second span uh, of stupid shit. And, I mean, you think about all these, these other celebrities. I mean, my God. I mean, I guess Justin Bieber, he loves it, but that's because he's a fucking moron himself. But can you imagine being anybody with some sort of working, functional brain and having to deal with these idiots with their their spelling and grammar errors, their their, their stupidity, their dumb shit. I mean, yeah. even even some of the people who just have, uh, and and I'm sure our guest Ethan Page will have some stories. We know that Silesia has some stories of uh, of mm -hmm. weirdos that she's dealt with. Uh, every, every guest we've ever had has some sort of weirdo. Silesia is always. Uh, I mean, yeah. it, it Silesia, seems like Silesia that has has a fake. Uh, she has a fake uh, Facebook person who made a fake profile of her. You know what? I, I'm not a celebrity, and I already get too much of it. Like, I can't even wake up and make a tweet about my balls in the morning without getting, like, 17 fucking uh, tweets and texts about it. So I, I can't imagine actually being famous. Uh, so I don't know. I, I just think that would be a problem. Yeah, but, like, if I were famous, I'd be so busy banging Brie Olsen that uh, <laughs> I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't have time to pay attention to any of that. Like, these yeah. guys, like, the people who are famous and they fight with fans on Twitter, how the fuck do you have time for that? 
I don't even do that now, and I'm not famous. If I were famous, I'd just be banging all day. I wouldn't be doing anything else with myself. Yeah, my bad, because I fight with, like, everybody. Uh, now, yeah, but you're not famous, so it's different. You you have free time. But, like, yeah. these guys like fucking Ricky Gervais and CM Punk and all of them, and, I mean, like, they have nothing better to do but to sit there and argue with idiots on the Internet. On Monday, and you guys could go back and look through my tweets, I give you permission to stalk me this way, I literally got in a fight with a guy whose head was shaped like a penis. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even making that up. It was a black dude whose head is literally shaped like a phallic object. Uh, now, speaking of black guys, phallic objects, it's just a great segue to talk about Khloe Kardashian and her husband, Lamar Odom, have separated due to Lamar's addiction to cocaine. The couple plan on staying married and attempting to work things out. How long before the two finally actually divorce? I, you know, I bet he's on drugs because he has to sleep with her, and you have to be on drugs in order to endure her naked every single night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's just—that's uh, the ugliest of the Kardashians. But then again, she's 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 a fat white girl, and he's black, so it's yeah, like of a perfect match. But she looks like—you know what she looks like? She looks like a fucked up Monica Lewinsky. Like if she had like her face beat up like real bad. Dude, she looks like she should hang out in the cantina from Star Wars. I mean, her face is, is pretty fucking awful. She looks like M. Bison from Street Fighter 2. I've said it before. All she needs is a little fucking captain's hat and the ability to fucking levitate. I don't understand this fascination with the Kardashians, but I guess there's no accounting for good taste. And uh, You, you want to hear something great? Brie Olsen just favorited like all of my shirtless pictures on Twitter. Maybe I could actually get my 90 seconds with her, Riv. Well, you know what? Uh, maybe you should get her to follow you now. Uh, last week, I was fortunate enough to get Abella Anderson while we're speaking of pornographic stars to follow me. So there, yeah. there we go. We're, we're making segues into the porn world, and the late Brian Roth would be pleased. Oh, yes, he would. With here. the media talking to and the porn people, Brian Roth's at home masturbating to this episode right now. Yeah. Now, for those who don't know, Brian Roth wanted us to deviate away from getting wrestling guests and get more pornographic women so that he could go, hey, Brian Roth here. I was just wondering, uh, about your fake breasts, did it hurt when you actually got the augmentation surgery? I really want to know. <laughs> That's a bad impersonation. We need a white guy to just call in and be Brian Roth and just ask the hard-hitting questions about breasts. <laughs> We should get Ben Affleck. Apparently, we, people recast him as everything, but that's a question for later. Uh, now, you know what? A lot of white people love rodeos. A rodeo clown was banned from the Missouri State Fair last week after wearing an Obama mask and mocking the president. The clown, sta the clown started, he received death threats. He was attacked and spit on for spoofing the president. Is this treatment warranted, or is this due to a racial bias? <laughs> I think it's funny that... Uh... People at a rodeo would get mad at someone making fun of Obama. Don't you think it would be all, like, rednecks? Yeah, I know. I mean, these are, these are the people that usually voted for, for, like, George W. Bush. Now, what I don't understand here is how come it's okay when, when Bush was president to wear a Bush mask and do the exact same thing, and you got no repercussions, uh, you had no uh, bannings or any of this crap. And same with Clinton. You could have done it when Clinton was president, and he's a Democrat also. Same thing would have happened. It would have been, oh, it's funny. We're just making jokes and laughing. But for some reason, uh, I don't know if it's society becoming too sensitive, if it's uh, the race relations or what, you cannot make fun of Obama without suddenly being a terrorist, a racist, a bigot, yeah. uh, a homophobe, which he's not even gay to my knowledge. Uh, I mean, all of a sudden you're, you're like Hitler if you don't like Barack Obama. I don't understand that. Yeah. I did see a, a hashtag on Twitter, I'm voting liberal. And I looked at it, and I'm thinking, this is the problem with society. Uh, why are we voting liberal or whether it's conservative or, or liberal? It doesn't matter. Why don't you just vote for who the better candidate is instead of making it about, about the two-party system? 
This is what's wrong with people in politics. Right, people are just everybody chooses, you know, the people this is the thing and this is one of the problems that we have kind of with the show. People want a brand that they can trust. So they don't give a shit what you're throwing at them. They just want the brand name. So they choose the brand name. So pretty much like uh one of those fucks from one direction he could start his own podcast. He could come on, he could do nothing, maybe fart into the microphone for an hour. <laughs> and everyone would listen to it. And it would he would have like millions of hits every week. Whereas people like me and you actually come on here and entertain and we're, you know, we're honest and we're outspoken. And we get overlooked because we're not we're not the the the, the brand name that everyone trusts. Yeah, we're that's not pandering. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what our brand name gets stolen by Ed Sheerhan with this fucking Ask Ed with a capital <laughs> E. It's like I tell you guys, oh, hashtag Ask will retweet the best ones, and I have to go through a bunch of teenagers. Oh, when are you gonna do an Ask Ed? Yeah, uh huh. Ask Ed. We need him on the show so I can fucking <laughs> Ask Ed. Oh, uh, Ask Ed, all right. And we have also those black ladies who fucking stole our name, too, and they're on the Austin's channel or whatever. They're, they're, they're white, and they're on uh, – that's oh. more of a syndicated channel. But, no, it's Ask Women, not Asked Women, but it, it's still pretty damn close. Oh, 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 I thought it was, like, the legit same name. I was going to be like, wait, what? And I thought they were black because there was an Asked and Answered Facebook group, and it's all black ladies. Yeah. Now, with Eminem making a new album, NSYNC reuniting briefly, do you think we have time warped back to the year 2000? Yes, I think we have. I think, well, no, not even, because if we were in 2000, things would be kind of cool. Yeah, and Eminem, Eminem, like, all right, uh, uh, this is the thing with Eminem. All these white kids worship him, and he's like their fucking messiah. And they're like, yeah, he's the greatest ever. Uh, uh, uh. And the thing is, Eminem hasn't been cool in, like, ten years. <laughs> it's, it's like those people who still, like, think that Shawn Michaels being the heartbreak kid works yeah. when he's like, yeah, 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 exactly. And, and and he's not controversial anymore. He's not hip. He's a rich, he's like a billionaire. He has a fucking elevator in his house. He has a daughter who's, like, our age. Like, he's an old man now. And it's reconciled with his wife, who he fucking wanted to kill in every fucking song he ever made. Now yeah, uh-huh. and, and the gimmick is, is played out, man, and he's trying to hold on to the past. Once these guys become billionaires, they're not hungry anymore. Look at Jay-Z, you know, and their talent. It's not to say that Eminem is terrible because he has a decent flow, but the thing is it's the same gimmick from 20 years ago, and people are still buying into it because they have nothing else. I mean, let's move on. Let's let's fucking find someone else to worship. Yeah, exactly. Fuck and Instincts for their five minutes together, of course, generate a lot of buzz. But you know what? Then all of the Instinct fans, and, and this isn't a, a slight against Instinct, but all of you went the same route, the One Direction of Believers that you complain about. Those ooh, Instinct, R.I.P. One Direction. Hey, and all of a sudden, like twenty-five-year-old, thirty-year-old girls are, are, are like just as bad as, as the fucking twelve-year-olds that they're condemning every week. Yeah, we get it. Instinct is back. That's cool. You know, one song, whatever. But, you know, Justin Timberlake, come on, he needs the money because he spent most of it on buying MySpace for some ungodly reason in the year 2012. So he needs a paycheck to make up for that. Uh, <laughs> Him and Ashton Kutcher should go do anal or something with their, with their MySpace. Wasn't Ashton Kutcher nope. behind that too? Yeah. No. Or, 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 or was he just in that movie? I don't even fucking know. I don't no, even pay attention. Movie, he was like in a Steve Jobs movie or something. I, I don't even care. <laughs> I thought no. he was in fucking the other one too about Zuckerberg. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on anymore. No, that was that guy who looks like a bootleg Michael Sarah. <laughs> All those guys are the fucking same person. Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> the other well, picture. I, I think it's part of a conspiracy that the world is just going to merge everyone into one uber celebrity <laughs> that we're all supposed to worship. But you know what? It, it, I wish that there was a time warp back to the year 2000 because first of all, that was like 40 pounds for me. A Jersey Shore didn't exist, so like you know, I could have my spiky hair and be okay. Yeah. Uh, if I could go back in time, I'd tell myself, hey, all this shit is going to be popular, so go ahead and invent it before it exists. Oh and, yeah, true. And, and don't yeah, go to Facebook before it existed. Yeah. And, and don't go to Houston. That's the most important part. Now, 
it would be um, probably. You know, I'm not even gonna get into it. But yeah, I wish I wish it was 2000. I I would like I would be super rich right now, just like you. Yeah. Well, I'm not rich. I'm well, I mean, I mean, theoretically, you 2000 flashback you with the knowledge of now. Yeah. yeah. It, it would be like the Age of Apocalypse. We'd like come back and like we'd have taken over the entire world by 2013. Or. Yeah. Uh, and all these comic book references. At least our guest uh, later, Ethan Page, will get it. If you don't get my comic book references, then you guys suck. Uh, and I'm just glad we have a guest that all, actually understands. All I have are comic books and, uh, and and women on Twitter hitting on me. Yeah, I- I'm glad that we finally have a guest who understands our inside jokes, because I feel like most people don't, uh, because of the fact that they are related to comic books and, and video games and, and things of that nature. Uh, but I, I was going to say, if you're not you know, into the comic books in Age of Apocalypse, I guess the closest next... Uh, Comparison is Biff from Back to the Future. Mm, yeah. Over the world. That that shit was great. I would have lived in Biff's world and life would have been awesome. Jack Swagger world. Jack Swagger's America. <laughs> <laughs> now, a recent study of 5,475 people indicated that only 13% of Snapchat users admit to sexting with the app. Do you think this is true and do you use the app yourself? Um, I don't think it's true because why else would you get the fucking app? Like, there's a time limit on the pictures. But... On the other hand, based on the Snapchats that I receive and that I know that you receive, um, it's, it could, it's a possibility because people send us the stupidest fucking Snapchats. Yeah, like, why is it? Okay, <laughs> anybody listening? Because a lot of you follow Glenn, uh, again, former co-host Glenn Ertain with two N's on Twitter. How come he gets all the, uh, the fucking naked chick Snapchats and you guys are sending me pictures of dogs and feet and fireworks and shit? Because I don't fucking care. I don't appreciate it, and it's racist. It is racist that you send the white guy all of the nudes and send none of the, the nudes to the Latino guys. What are we? Are we wearing fucking bullfighter outfits and having uh, stupid Ninja Turtle masks on? What the fuck is wrong with us? Are we deformed? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I get more regular nudes like from like texting and email than I do on Snapchat, and you'd think it would be the other way around, wouldn't you? It makes absolutely no sense. All I get is pictures of women in full clothing smiling at me. I don't want to see that. <laughs> if I want to see women in clothing, I'll, I'll open up a fucking Kmart catalog and look at them. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like a, every day of my life is like a toothpaste commercial. I mean, it, it fucking sucks. Even like the only woman who I would allow to do that probably is Brie Olsen. She could send me photos and clothing. She could send me anything at this point. Well, she could send you photos and clothing because all you have to do is, is all I have to do is Google her to see her naked. Pornhub to see her naked. I think, I think it's like the opposite. When you see a girl naked that many times, if you see her in yeah. clothing, you get turned on. <laughs> yeah, with Brie Olsen, I mean, you, you type her name in fucking Google Image Search, turn the safe search off, and boom, there's a black dick in her ass. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I think I'd masturbate the pictures of her with jeans on rather than her naked. <laughs> <laughs> now, Landon, you were gay last week. What made you turn straight again? Oh, hashtag Shine12, which uh, I went, and there was obviously lots of w- women there, and, and lots of sour uh, Ricardo Rodriguez's as well. But uh, I think having having uh, a certain Shine diva sit on my lap it certainly turned me straight. Yeah. Now, I'm going to go ahead to this next uh, question, which I think is also interesting, and it shows me that me and you are doing life all wrong. I mean, if it weren't evident by everything else we've said that people are more famous than us for doing a whole lot less, uh, a recent study shows that welfare now pays more money than actually working in 35 states. And in 13 states, welfare pays more than $15 an hour. Does this offend you? Whoa. that's all. we got to find out where that is so I can go because I'm having, I'm having tough times here. Um, you know, being a male prostitute isn't working out for me, so – we definitely. I. I, I mean, I've, I've been living life long, wrong. I thought maybe working and trying to struggle. You know, it, it almost offends me but when you look at the fact that like the government spends so much money on pointless wars and bullshit like that. It's like it almost it like doesn't surprise me. Well, what what what's what's surprising about this to me is uh, 
you know, you look at a number like that, you know, which uh, over $15 an hour in like 13 states, 35 states, people are, are living better on welfare than they would be if they actually had gainful employment. Is it used to be that if you wanted those benefits, you had to join the military. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're also looking at now Obama is trying to lower the, the cost of college for everybody so that people who don't have any money, who used to have to, again, sign up for the military – can now yeah. go to college. And what's going to happen is you're going to have a bunch of lazy, entitled bastards who are not going to go to college or take it any seriously. They're going to be sitting out at the gas station in front of Quick Trip, smoking cigarettes with their pants halfway down. They have yeah. no discipline. They're not going to learn it because they're not going to enroll in, in the military. And what's going to happen in about 20 years, we won't have a fucking military. And then somebody is going to attack us. And you think they're going to get maybe, us? Maybe we'll be better off because then we won't be able to invade these fucking Arab countries every three years. Yeah, but I don't want to be, like, conquered by Koreans either, so... <laughs> at this point, I think it would be a step up. <laughs> I don't want to eat that much P.F. Chang's. If, if we get, but if we get invaded by um, the Koreans, we could just call that guy from Drake and Josh to come and single-handedly destroy the entire army. <laughs> like in that <laughs> late movie. And it's it's amazing because, again, the world has gone pretty much crazy. I mean, we have this story. An 80-year-old, 88-year-old World War II vet beaten to death by a 16-year-old black teenager in Spokane, Washington. How come that's not considered as much of a hate crime as the Trayvon Martin case? Hmm. A well, white, old, elderly war veteran got beat up, mugged, and killed by a 16-year-old. It's it's not marketable. You need to, you know, the, the hype and the, and the hot storyline to to go into the news with is is the black kid being killed and you know being by, victimized by a white by guy. A Hispanic, by a Hispanic guy who you, you hyped up he, as white. He's, he's kayfabe white. He's yeah, it's like when uh, Chavo was white, Kerwin and White. And from Peru, you called him a Mexican, which is pretty racist in and of itself, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, an 88-year-old man who fought, in, uh, who fought for this country uh, gets murdered well, by actually, some thug. They can do whatever they want. They can, you know, I mean, they're like NFL players. <laughs> they can do whatever the fuck they want to us. Yeah, I, I, I actually, this is why I actually spend time in front of the pool tanning, because if I get as dark as possible, maybe we'll be like, oh, yeah, you get a pass. You, you can do whatever. Uh, I mean... But but it's actually kind of sad because uh, there was another story of, of some guy uh, on Twitter. He killed like an Australian kid. Mm-hmm. He said something like, oh, I've killed five woods ever ever since the Trayvon case. And it's like, okay, how come that's not being reported? How come yeah. he only works in, in, in one di- – uh, it's one it, direction. In one direction. In one direction. It's yeah. really, it's really pathetic. But you know, that's how the news, the news omits whatever they want, and they they blow up whatever they want, and it's controlled by fucking weirdos who want to you know shape the agenda of the country, and that's how it is. Now we've got five minutes left, and then in the top of the second hour, we will be letting all ego Ethan Page on the line with us to answer a lot of questions about the. Would, would you bang? Would you bang Brie Olson's cat if it meant you could bang her? <laughs> <laughs> that I think that's a deal breaker. I, I don't think I posted the fucking the cat posted picture in some schmuck, some schmuck's lap, some guy who's who's in Brielson's bed. I assume this guy's a jabron. No wonder she favorited all my photos. Oh God, that's <laughs> I, I, that's actually kind of sad. Now, Tony, I know you're working hard on this. When will we see new quality Ask merchandise? Um, well, actually, myself and uh, one of our mystery, uh, hardworking behind-the-scenes people, because believe it or not, there are several people who work on the show behind-the-scenes that don't get credit because we yeah, kind of... Yeah, like, like Johnny Clash at, at JClash21, who does all the image work for the show. Yes, there's Johnny Clash, there's Morgan, there's... Morgan, uh, who's, a, who's a producer for the show. And John Eric, another producer yeah. as well, I guess. And um, we're working on Ass Merchandise, and it's going to be available through a reputable web store. Um, I don't even know what, what, what store it is, I don't remember, but... It's a popular store, and one of the things that I'm working on is unblocked Johnny Landon T-shirts, which I think everyone needs, and I need to wear them myself when I go to indie shows. Yeah. And another thing I'm, I'm thinking of is uh, a calendar with the girls have asked. 
Uh, we could have like like a different one for every month because we've had so many girls on the show. Yeah, I, like, I'd love that. We could have like uh, we could have like uh, Ashley Miller. She could be like the housewife uh, thing. We could have her dressed like Rachel Ray. Can make, I get make, like twelve make, months of of Mercedes Justine? Yeah, we could have one of her on like an Indian reservation, another one of her like, <laughs> in a little kid's room with Barbie dolls all uh, over. Are you gonna make Salivia wear the burka? Yeah, we could have her in the burka. What else? We, we could have Samantha with the sit on her from when she kissed the black guy. Yeah, or or a, <laughs> or, or a cowboy hat or something very yeah, serious. Yeah, and we could have Barbie, Barbie these, on a farm. <laughs> all of these are stereotypical. I mean, really. Oompa Loompa Nanny. With Scott Hall. With Scott Hall in, in the picture. I don't even know how to follow up to all this. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to work on this. We're going to get the girls. We're going to pay them like a dollar. I... I <laughs> I think we just need a shirt with me that says cyberbully on it, because this next question says a cyberbully legislation was recently passed in Nova Scotia, Canada, which allows victims of cyberbullying to sue their bullies. If Jason Rivera, that's me, by the way, were Canadian, how many lawsuits do you think he'd be battling right now? <laughs> Probably a ton. I think that's awesome. That uh, that the uh, I think the concept of the cyberbully t-shirt is awesome, I should say. But yeah. as far as that, I think you definitely would be fucked if you lived uh, in Canada. You don't yeah, want to and there. I hope this doesn't uh, spread to the United States or anywhere else because, I mean, everything is considered cyberbullying. You can no longer disagree with somebody on the Internet without it suddenly being considered being a bully. I mean, it's not like I kicked somebody in the dick. Or, it's not or, like we're Ryback. Yeah, threw them down a flight of stairs. I mean, you know, that's how people act. I don't understand why we're now part of a society that places so much importance on words said by strangers. Uh, people, let's face it, most of the people that you interact with online you're never going to meet, you're never going to know. It shouldn't mm -hmm. matter if somebody on the Internet says something you don't like. And if they do, that's why there's a block button. That's why you're not following them. That's why you're not friends with them on, on Facebook. And, yeah. and if you, for whatever reason, you have to uh, go above and beyond that, or you actually search and seek out that information, then you deserve to be offended. Uh -huh. I, I, I mean, bully, that's such a strong term. When someone says bully, I think of like the Ryback gimmick, like he's going to come over, kick your bag, like piss in your face. <laughs> I'm hurt right now because I feel like I'm being bullied by the people who every day label me as a bully. That hurts. I'm just that, a guy getting my that's opinion. True. I'm just but a there's, boy there's, standing there's in front of the world. Standard. Yeah, I'm just a boy standing in front of the world telling you that One Direction are a bunch of cocksuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, what are you going to do? Exactly. Uh, it, it's just sad that the world is, is getting that uh, that sensitive. Now, I'm sad for you. I'm here for you, though. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hug. Don't worry. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg recently stated his goal is to get 5 billion people access to the Internet. What do you think his true motives are behind this? Um, well, I think like world domination in like a weird way, because think about it, like if Facebook can monitor everybody, then they'd be able to work with hand in hand with the government, kind of like they're doing now. They can't monitor me. They kicked my ass off on three accounts. <laughs> they'll get, they'll let you go back on there under the condition that you post everything about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. They'll probably ask for your shoe size next, because yeah. seriously, Facebook asks for every little bit of information they can, and they keep track of it. So yeah. anyone who posts like their job on there is a moron. Yeah. Facebook.com forward slash asked is the Facebook page for this site, by the yeah, way. Fuck Facebook, but go to, go like us on, on Facebook. Yeah, and, and Zuckerberg, if you're listening, fuck you. Now, I mean, this is what I'm going to say about it. People are already sensitive enough without now giving the Internet 5 billion people. There are already too many idiots on the Internet without giving it to 5 billion people. Uh, I think that the problem is the Internet is placed so important that people don't go outside anymore. You used to go to video game arcades to play your video games. You used to rent movies at a blockbuster video store. And that involved actually, get this, this is a novel idea, everybody listening. That involved leaving the house. 
Yeah. And nobody does that anymore. And I, I, I actually I don't leave mine because nobody wants to be around me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, it's 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 a shame. I, I really think that it's it's a bad situation for society. What's happening is people are becoming socially inept and they don't know how to how to deal with uh, problems. They don't know how to deal with life. They they awkwardly stumble across each other. It's not a good time for anybody. It's definitely not. You know, I think if I if I existed in the '80s, I'd, I'd be getting laid a hell of a lot more, and women's egos would be less inflated. And uh, you know, but then again, I wouldn't have uh, Brie Olsen favoriting my photos, so I'm not sure how I feel about that. It's a catch-22. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. Uh, now we're gonna go to a brief commercial, and then when we come back, we're letting our guest, the AIW champion, All Ego, Ethan Page, will be joining us on the show. So stay tuned. We'll be right back in just a minute. You like purple suits and shaved heads? How about complicated handshakes and driving without car insurance? If any of these interests have piqued your curiosity, then you too may be eligible for the Black Guy Appreciation Club. So now you might be asking yourself, what is the Black Guy Appreciation Club? Well, we're a club that celebrates the finer aspects of black culture. We also get to wear silly hats and sit in leather chairs and drink cognac. So if you think you got what it takes to become a member of our prestigious organization, then show up this Thursday at JJ's house. And we are back here on Ask. We are about to let our guest on the line. Let me add him to the uh, to the call. Hopefully it will allow him on the line. And we have joining us all ego Ethan Page. You are on Ask. How are you doing? Oh no, there's feedback. Yeah, I, I just had to mute it. Sorry. No, oh, okay, no problem, good. No problem, What's man. up, brother? Not too much. Just hanging out. Getting ready for uh, your big show Friday, your Fatal Four Way match. You'll be taking on Eric Ryan, Colin Delaney, and Michael Hutter. Our good friend Michael Hutter. But I, I'm gonna try not to be biased because Ethan's doing the show. So I'm gonna say that you know, may the best man win. What is this, my good friend bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, well, if, if you didn't listen to a few episodes ago, Johnny Landon actually said that he would be Michael Hutter's mini-me, that he would allow uh, Hutter to keep him on a leash as long as he fed him and changed him daily, and that he would be there uh, in Michael's corner to keep uh, your valet-slash-girlfriend Silesia at bay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. That's that would be a great mixed tag. <laughs> That's a, a little awkward. Yeah, yeah, he's an awkward guy. I mean, if, if you've heard any of this show. So, yeah. Ethan, I mean, you won the AIW title after hatching a major screw job on Colin Delaney at Absolution 8, uh, involving Silesia betraying him. Now, I give kudos to that personally because uh, I see it as winning by any means necessary. But are, are you concerned that because you took that dastardly route to get the title, that in a fatal four-way you have a target on you uh, more than more than ever now because of the fact that maybe all of the guys in the match are going to be like, all right, let's uh, let's go ahead and get him out of here because he, he won it through an unscrupulous way. Do you think that they're going to conspire against you, or do you think that it will, in fact, be every man for themselves? I don't think it really matters because any match you're in, you want to win, right? So it, it makes no difference whether it's for the title or not. It's just exactly. more pressure on me, I guess. But, I mean, I'm not too worried about it. I am the champ. Just another day at the office. I mean, you've got an advantage. You've got Felicia in your corner. If I were in that match, I probably wouldn't even be paying attention. I'd be, I'd be watching her, and I'd get my ass kicked. I don't really know if she's an advantage or not. She's a big, dumb bimbo, but... <laughs> I agree with you. I, I, hit with that. Uh, I'm not going to argue that, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
she's there, but I don't know. I, I mean, I'm the one with the belt. Exactly. That's true. She's just sort of like an accessory, like that you just carry along with you. She's supposed to yeah, hold it for you. Yeah, like while you do the work. But I mean, are you concerned that maybe uh, knowing that uh, that Silesia now you saw how quickly she turned on Colin Delaney? Are you worried that at any point Silesia could just as easily turn on you the same exact way, or would you have that handled and locked down? We planned this whole thing. I know that, but I mean, you know, you can never trust a woman. That's one thing we've learned uh, time and time again. Sure you can. If you own her and you put her on a leash, you can, <laughs> you can teach a dog to do anything. I need, I need some advice. How, what, how, what's the key to getting a girl that hot to obey you? Is there, uh, any, is there any trick behind it? Yeah, have good parents with good genes and look like me. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we're, we're Puerto Rican, so we don't actually get good genetics. Like, that's, that's automatically what we're we, we, uh, we sweat chicken grease, and I don't think women are into it. Yeah. Uh, you guys are good at manual labor. Yeah, exactly. We are very good at manual labor, actually, but uh, that's another story for another day. I mean, so this Fatal 4-Way, like you said, it's another day at the office, but uh, therefore, who do you think is, is the biggest threat to you, or, and who do you think is the least threatening out of your opponents uh, at Gleaming the Cube on August 30? Uh, the biggest threat is Ethan Page. Uh, I think I might get ahead of myself and just <laughs> that I'm the best one in, out of the three, which I am, but I don't want to... Uh, to affect my ability or to take these guys serious. Which exactly. I, I should. I should. It is a four-way. Yeah. Uh, I think and, so. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, the bad thing about a four-way is, of course, uh, you don't even have to be involved in the pinfall in order to lose the match. Yeah, which, I don't know. I got a bone to pick with whoever booked this shit. Yeah, like, I mean, it, they're politicking against you. First title defense, and it's against three guys. Yeah. I can understand that, and I mean, again, you know, uh, Hutter's been a guest on this show, but he hasn't been back that long. All of a sudden, he, he waltzes right back in, and he gets a title match. One match. He, he <laughs> won one match. Yeah, I mean, he, you know what he did is he used all of his NXT redemption points to get a title match. <laughs> <laughs> all zero of them. <laughs> really? I mean, I don't think he had any uh, that season, actually. Titus O'Neil stole them all, and he used it to get to the main roster. <laughs> but, uh... Now, let me ask you, Ethan. Now, uh, of course, we do have, and believe it or not, we, we did have some uh, prepared statements from some of your opponents. Now, we couldn't find Colin Delaney. I'm not sure if that's because maybe he's crying somewhere in the corner after what you yeah, did. Yeah, he, he sent me a statement. He said, I'm scared. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he probably turned back to alcohol after I ruined his life. <laughs> <laughs> now, we have this. Uh, this is, a uh, quote, a written statement from the offices of Michael Hutter, regarding Absolute Intense Wrestling champion Ethan Page and his valet slash love interest slash dog enthusiast slash Instagram selfie Silesia Sparks concerning the title match at AIW event Gleaming the Cube. Fuck you. That was their, uh, Michael Hutter's statement towards you. <laughs> uh, would you like to... Would you what like to get God, eh? Yeah. Yeah, um, guy gets canned from WWE. He can only give you two words for an interview. <laughs> yeah, he's a big shot. <laughs> Now, of course, and I think Johnny actually received a statement from Eric Ryan. Yeah, it's wrong, it's long, so uh, bear with me. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of time on his hands. I'm sure it's long as hell. <laughs> it's like a it's like a love story. <laughs> I'm he wrote a narrative. Yeah, it says um, calling will have to be another day, but I will say this: Paige and I are a lot alike, other than being jacked and super handsome. We both, I think he likes you. <laughs> we both have busted our ass to be at the top of the mountain. His first official AIW match was against myself. And, like myself, he won the JLIT to prove he was at the top of his game and earned the belt. 
He saw an opportunity and took it. I respect the hell out of his hard work and dedication and what brought him here. Welcome to the top, Page. That target on your back only gets bigger and bigger as the days go by. Yeah, because I work out. (laughs) (laughs) See you and the WWE dropouts Friday. Wink. I'm not sure if he was flirting with you or threatening you. (laughs) I have no idea. It's offensive that he says we're a lot alike. I have... Sleazio with nice tits, and he has Ricky Shane Page with ugly tits. <laughs> I'm six. I'm six four. He's five four. So am I. Let me tell you, it sucks. Yeah, yeah you can't reach the top shelf to get anything. It's got to be rough on, on the little. I, I have to climb on Riv's back just to reach things. And yeah. why is the shortest guy in the match saying "Welcome to the top"? <laughs> that is a little bit ironic. Yeah. Well, yeah. You might, you might want to tell him to bring a step stool so he he could uh, be on your level. <laughs> I, I think this is stupid. Like I was always here, but now I have a belt, so everyone's saying that I'm a main eventer. Yeah, I mean, nothing's changed. Yeah. Let me ask you now. You've got these three guys in the ring. Do you think that they are tougher opponents or weaker opponents than the Golden Gals? That's uh, Michael Hutter's grandmother, Hot Young Briley's grandmother, and uh, Trent's <laughs> grandmother. <laughs> The Golden Gals? What is this? Yeah, now, apparently, literally, these are the grandmothers of, of these uh, these three men. Michael Hutter's wink, grandmother, uh, Briley's grandmother, and Trent's grandmother. Would you rather wrestle them than wrestle the three opponents that you have uh, Friday? <laughs> no, I really don't have an answer for that. They can't even get booked on Shine. He doesn't want to wrestle them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm worried they, they try to get revenge on you for some of your, your statements about uh, the oppressed Silesia Sparks. No, yeah, maybe maybe they're uh, against misogyny. Yeah, uh, that's entertainment. <laughs> now, let me ask you. Now, I've noticed. You know, I've looked at some of the things that go on. Of course, you've got the WWE, you've got TNA, and I noticed this recently, uh, several weeks ago. Uh, another uh, Canadian professional wrestler, such as yourself, Bobby Roode, uh, he came up with a new faction. He's the leader of called Ego. Uh, do you see this as imitation being a form of flattery, or do you see this as uh, blatantly taking from your own name all ego, Ethan Page? Oh, I I don't think there's any relation whatsoever. Got you, got you. I do. I think he, I think he has pictures of you hung up in his uh, bedroom, and he, he stares at them. He wants to be just like you. <laughs> the coolest thing he's done lately is feud with Eric the Midget from Howard Stern. So <laughs> yeah, uh, he was like gone from like my area way before I even started wrestling. So like we, I I think I met him once because he came to see Val Venus at like some indie show I worked. When did you start wrestling? Uh, I started wrestling seven years ago. Oh, that's a long time. Who trained you? Uh, I started training out of a school in Hamilton, and it was with a guy named Ernie Moore. And then I kind of just said, kiss my ass, and started traveling with uh, Michael Elgin to IWA Mid-South. It bit me in the ass, and it took me longer to get good, but whatever, I wouldn't change it for anything. Interesting. Yeah, I think a lot of the time, who you associate with sometimes backfires, and there's so much politics and bullshit with wrestling, but what are you going to do? Oh, yeah. Fuck, I hate wrestling. <laughs> Who was your biggest inspiration in wrestling as you were training and, and growing up and learning the ropes? Uh, the Rock. The Rock. Now I think you've surpassed him, and, and you actually work a lot harder. So there you go. <laughs> Everyone works more than him. <laughs> you can't say that. Uh, that's true. That's true. I'll, I'll, def- I'll defend him, not because I'm a big fan of his, but, like, the guy literally works 26 hours a day, and there's only 24 in a day, so. 
That's true. He, he's actually listening to the show right now, and I'm sure he's flattered by your statements. I highly doubt that, but, I mean, if he is, <laughs> give me a call. So, let me ask you. Now, not counting the own the, the ass-kicking you gave Colin Delaney, what is your favorite ass-kicking Colin Delaney has ever received? Ooh. Man. Viscera? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Big Daddy V? <laughs> I don't know. He had that one with JBL. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! I forgot about that. <laughs> his one with Shelton was awesome. Yeah, yeah. that was the kick to the head. That was cool. I'll go. I'll go with Shelton. Yeah, I mean it's tough to say. I mean because your yours still trumps it as my favorite one because we we hear all this stuff. Oh, Colin has his life together. He's overcome this. He's overcome that. Silesia's in this corner. He's such a great guy. The dream has been realized. And then you come and just crush it completely. And I was just there, and I'm like. Kudos. I mean, come on. Cause I, I was getting tired of the glad handling. Hey, Colin, Colin's come up. His life is so great. You know, you only set yourself up for a fall. He, he's smaller than Silesia, so <laughs> I, I don't respect him. He's not a body guy. <laughs> like, it's such a boring story, too. Like, oh, this guy overcame this and overcame that and blah, blah, blah. But, like, in reality, the good-looking guy, the handsome guy, the tall guy, the guy with the dark skin and dark hair – He's going to end up getting everything that he wants either way. So why are we lying to the fans and giving them some false hope that they can change their life around when there's guys like me walking around, stepping on all the, like, the ugly people and the short people and the untalented people in this world, just like Colin? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I agree with that. Now, now on to your other, uh, one of your other opponents, Michael Hutter. Now, recently on this show, a uh, mentally challenged uh, vampire uh, told Hutter that he didn't think he could beat anybody because he has a stupid haircut. Do you think Hutter's haircut puts him at a disadvantage in this match or the fact he carries around a dildo baseball bat? Uh, I don't know about the dildo baseball bat. If he can walk down the ramp, that's impressive. <laughs> he might tear his quads again. You never know. And I thought he got his haircut. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what what he's talking about. Do you think that ever since he's gotten the haircut, he's been off a step? I don't know. Everyone gets their haircut at supercuts. What the hell's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, I mean, now you you mentioned that there are a lot of strange, uh, weird fans that you see in the false hopes and, and the whole nine. What's the strangest thing you've ever seen a fan say or do at an event? At an event? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. What's I'd the strangest to... thing you've ever seen a fan do, period, or ask you to do, or ask you for? I would literally have to... Oh, there was actually... Okay, you guys are going to... This is exclusive. This All is right. Gonna... This is going to be crazy. Um, when I was in, like, my first couple years of wrestling, this one dude offered me 500 bucks to give me a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> His name wasn't Matthew John, was it? It wasn't, like, a bald 6'4", kind of big guy. Cause did, we... did, you, did, you, did you take it? Hell no. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> That's a tempting offer for me. I'm broke. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I have a similar offer. I, I was thinking of offering you some of my leftover Spider-Man comics in exchange for Silesia. What do you think? Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, great. <laughs> you got yourself a deal. Oh, my God, yeah. Bring those to Cleveland. You can take her home with you. Awesome. <laughs> let, let me ask you now. Of course, you have to travel. Uh, you're the unfortunate person that has to travel with Silesia on many occasions. Uh, what do you think is easier to do, entering a zombie apocalypse swarm with nothing but a combat knife or spending hours in a car with Silesia Sparks and her reckless driving and binding? Oh, I don't let her drive. 
<laughs> yeah, they're smart. They know that she'll crash in like three seconds. <laughs> she doesn't drive, and once we cross the border, she doesn't vine. So all she does is sit and not open her mouth and not talk to anybody and just like pretend she's sleeping in the back. What is she antisocial? Yeah, she is. She always, yeah, she's always telling me like, oh, I don't, I don't know who to talk to. I'm like, dude, go talk to people. What's wrong with you? I, th- I think what what it is is she's so scared of you that you know you've beaten her into submission. So now she's afraid to talk to anyone else. <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs> now we had a gentleman uh, on the show uh, a few weeks ago with Silesia. Uh, Sexy cool Mike wanted to go on a date with Silesia Sparks. Now, if she actually acknowledged it and went out on a date with him, which it sounded like they were hitting it off pretty good, what's the most <laughs> yeah. creative way you could think of to cock-block this guy? The guy's name, who the hell is Sexy Cool Mike? He's some Twitter guy who looks like he has Down syndrome. He looks like the yellow bastard from Sin City, but, like, not yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, he, if she could go on a date with Colin, she could go on a date with anybody, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't think her standards are very high. Yeah. What's the best way to cock-block him? Yeah. What would be the most creative way you would come up with? I don't know. Send him a picture of me with her, and he'll realize that he has no chance. <laughs> he'll start weeping and probably go home and cry into his <laughs> pillow. Yeah, Which, nobody nobody likes to see the ex or the guy she was with before. Yeah, and, and he is a guy that has Silesia-shaped pillowcases in, in his house. So uh, there's that mental picture. It's absolutely disturbing. <laughs> this is all true. Yeah, this guy's been trying to get with her for a while, to my knowledge. That's how me and her. That's how me and her started talking, is because uh, I recognized him from when he used to stalk girls on MySpace back in the day, and then I saw him talking to her, and then I followed her, and I, I made a joke to her, and then she followed me, and that's we we became friends because of some retarded guy. <laughs> it's the most amazing story ever. Yeah. That's really awkward. Yeah. My entire life is awkward. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Now, how did you how did you meet Silesia and how did you guys get paired up? Was it through a, was it in AIW or were you teaming in Canada or what? Uh, I met her on like the Shindies in Canada and then uh, <laughs> I think John Thorne had like a stiffy for her, so then they ended up bringing her down and then sticking her with me at uh, Absolution Seven. Yeah. Oh okay. And then since then I don't know magic I guess. Yeah, I suppose so. You guys, you guys do have good chemistry. So you've only been together for like what a year? Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Are you ever? Are you worried of uh, her stealing any of your your spotlight and your attention because of how popular she's become? I was at the beginning, uh, and the thing that pissed me off was everything was like my idea, and she just mm-hmm. has to fucking put her nails in her eyebrows and eyelashes and hair on. <laughs> but like, everyone's gonna know. Everyone's gonna like give her the credit, like uh. Uh, there's tons, tons of stuff, but yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about that anymore. She owes you royalties if she if she makes it big. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's cool. She'd look out for the people that looked out for her. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, I've also noticed now you're a big fan of uh, a lot of comics, video games. I actually saw your new YouTube show. If if you'd like to mention that to anybody who hasn't seen it yet, feel free to yeah. pitch it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I see you guys had the link on here. Uh, YouTube.com slash When Geeks Collide. It has my YouTube channel uh, between the pages with page. I just review what I'm reading. Like, I don't really give a shit what you're reading or, like, what you like. <laughs> so if you want to hear about what I'm reading, then that's good. But if you're going to tell me what to review, it's not going to happen. 
well, I, I found it pretty informative because, you know, I, I love comic books. I've been out of loop with some of the recent story arcs. So I actually watched your, your episode your, your, uh, between the pages with Paige, and I found stuff out. Like, I didn't know Bane was now the Scarlet Spider because the last time that I was actively reading, uh, it was, I believe, what, Ben Riley was it? Yeah. Alias? Yeah. So, I mean, and I thought it was interesting because one thing I noticed is that uh, you did mention being a fan of Spider-Man. And for some reason, we're in this, I guess, weird time period where people, for the most part, don't like Spider-Man anymore. Now, I love Spider-Man. Landon's a Spider-Man fan. We grew up on it. But, I mean, what do you think about, the, what do you think is the cause for a lot of the reason people aren't as high on Spider-Man anymore? You, like, tell them, oh, I like Spider-Man. And they're like, oh, no, it's all about Batman. Uh, I think people don't like Spider-Man anymore because the character never changed. Like, Peter Parker's, like, a do-gooder and, like, always uppity and always has to, like, do the right thing. And, like, it's colorful and bright. And now it's cool if you're into, like, nerdy things to, like, Batman. Because Batman's dark and gritty and, like, it's less embarrassing. Yeah, I mean... I think think Tobey Maguire also contributed to the death of it with the last uh, movie he did in 2007. He fucking sucked. Yeah, seriously. I mean, he cried so much, and every he reminds me of your your opponent, Colin Delaney. He's a crier, <laughs> and he's afraid to do the show. No yeah, respect for yeah. either of them. He was the worst Peter Parker ever. Yeah, I mean, he really was, and he looked like a lesbian, like a teen lesbian in the role. Yeah, he did. He looked like a big dyke. <laughs> What do you think about that, though? I mean, you mentioned Peter Parker, and I feel like uh, they're trying to kill him off in every continuity. The ultimate uh, Spider-Man is now a new guy. Uh, apparently, they, they want Otto Octavius to be Spider-Man, last I heard. I mean, you, you think... Yeah, he is. He took over Peter Parker's brain. That's ridiculous. I, I don't want Otto Octavius to be Spider-Man. I'm, I could never think of such a thing. Everyone is Spider-Man now. They even have a Hispanic one. <laughs> uh, well, I mean... Yeah, the thing that annoys me is, like, Spider-Man became Spider-Man because of, like, the character that Peter Parker was. Like, what happened to him and, like, what happened to his uncle and his aunt raising him and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. (laughs) And now they're just killing every, like, they're getting rid of, like, the most, one of the most iconic people of all time. Well, you think they're going to fucking kill Tony Stark and put someone in the suit? No. But that's way more believable than some guy becoming Spider-Man. Yeah. Exactly. He was bit by a spider. That's why he's Spider-Man. Now it's anyone who wears the costume. Yeah, exactly, and I think that's stupid. Yeah, I, I think it's insulting. I mean, especially to like longtime fans who who followed it since the beginning. And I like I like Spider-Man. A lot of people don't think he has a lot of depth for whatever reason. Like you said, it's colorful and it's bright. But I mean, he's been through his share of bullshit as well. I mean, it's yeah, just a lot of people don't know. There's a. I, we're gonna get like real nerdy right now, but uh, <laughs> there's a I like the series that. I enjoyed the most was um, it starts at big time and he like gets a job at this place called Horizon and he's not like the photographer anymore and uh, Jameson is the mayor of New York City and like so many things are going on it's like they took the character that they like drew out for so many years and then they kind of like twisted it a bit and it turned out to be awesome. Yeah. See, that's what I like, and I, I like a lot of the supporting characters. Like, I've always loved J. Jonah Jameson, the whole he's a menace, sort of obsessive mentality. There, there's so much there, and I've always liked that. And I think uh, we actually had a guest last week, Mercedes Justine, uh, and we actually had to quiz her to see if she was as big a, a, of a comic and video game nerd as she stated to be. Uh, she did pass the quiz. Uh, one of the hardest questions had to be she had to tell me what MODOK stood for uh, without the use of <laughs> Google or Twitter, and she actually did it, so now I want to marry her. 
A- any girl who can do, do that can win my heart. But uh, let me ask you now, other than Spider-Man, what other superheroes or comic books are in your top five, if you had to choose? Um, I was a really big fan of uh, Astonishing X-Men. To the point of like... Is that the Joss, the Joss Whedon one? Yeah, and then uh, near the end, it just got real shit. I haven't read that. I want to get the, uh, the uh, the what's it called, the hardcover book of it. I heard it's really good, but I haven't had the chance to check it out yet. Yeah, like, I ended up getting like 11 trade paperbacks, and like, I'd say by like nine, I just wanted to give up. <laughs> but like, the story in the first four is fantastic. Hmm. I'll keep uh, that in mind. I'll only read half of it then. <laughs> yeah, I really like Scarlet Spider, like that whole story. Uh, but you'd have to like get the backstory off the internet or through Spider-Man, and like the Venom series, which just got canceled by Marvel. I like really enjoyed. So I was kind of upset that they killed that off. But uh, that's what the most recent episode of Between the Pages with Page is about. Definitely, we'll have to check that out. Now, let me ask you, now, you're an athlete, you're in great physical condition. Do people get surprised that you're into stuff like video games and comic books and some of these nerdier uh, type of things when, when you tell them? I don't really, like, I mean, other than Twitter and that's about it, I don't really, like, bring it up that I'm yeah. into nerdy things. I, yeah. saw the, uh, I saw the vine of your room and you have, like, the, the memorabilia and stuff like that. I think that that's awesome because I have uh, some stuff like that. I, is it ever awkward when you bring a girl in and you try to nail her and you've got, like, wrestling shit all over the walls? <laughs> for, for me, for me, it always is, because yeah, then it's like you got to hide it. Yeah, you're talking to this guy, Landon. Let me tell you, this guy has a poster of Benoit on his fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> giant one of Benoit giving me a dirty look. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I, uh, I got a girl. She's uh, a big nerd, too, so. Oh, good. Yeah, it always works out. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's basically what I'm trying to find, because as soon as the girl came on last week and she's like, yeah, I know who MODOK is and what it stands for, I'm like, oh, yeah, this this, this is the type of girl I need. Yeah, uh, Riv, is, Riv is currently thinking of ways to come down to Florida and uh, roofie her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it would be completely consensual. Now, let me ask you, Ethan, uh, your thoughts on what I guess the Internet considers an outrage. Ben Affleck cast as Batman for the next Man of Steel movie. What do you think about that? I love it. Really? Oh, yeah. Why? Because everyone hates everything. <laughs> That's true. I, I don't even give a shit. I think at this point, like, the Batman thing, like, they've had fucking Val Kilmer and George Clooney. Like, it can't get worse than them. I mean, like, I don't everyone, care. Everyone shat on Heath Ledger as the Joker when they announced that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And then look what happened. Yeah, that's very true. And, and I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't think Ben Affleck is going to be like completely terrible i i don't know if it'll be great either i mean uh, i need to ask now i did see you've done short films of your interpretation of daredevil i mean i i think you pulled it off better than affleck did then uh what do you think about ben affleck's daredevil performance i didn't think he sucked i just thought the movie sucked yeah i didn't even dislike the movie that much it's just i i don't know i i think that like it just they could have did more with it and they could have made it a deeper story and it just came off kind of like cartoony and lame yeah very yeah. artificial yeah, yeah yeah i'm like i don't I'm big on comic books being comic books. So, like, I understand people trying to make things colorful because that's why you read it. Like, you're not reading it to fucking hear a true story. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, there's some hokiness to it that I just really didn't like. Daredevil is a deep, like, serious character, at least to me, you know, the stuff that, that oh, I've yeah. read. I, I'd like to look at him as more of a serious guy. And 
it was kind of like a Spider-Man type thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I think that's what they were like going for. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Probably. Yeah, him him fighting Gardner in front of a schoolyard kind of turned me off to the rest of the movie at that point. Yeah, with that stupid ass balancing act on the. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think the one thing that annoys me is when superheroes get cast and play other superheroes, like with Human Torch. It's like, like there's there's so many people and actors in the world. Why are you going to cast the same five guys in every role? It's just so <laughs> like oh, they might as well just cast Jamie Foxx as Batman and get it over with. Like yeah. Deadpool and friggin' Green Lantern. Oh yeah, that that was rough. I'm I'm yeah. telling you, man. They did Deadpool. Oh man, that's so annoying. Yeah. But I honestly think that. Uh, well, I don't know the guy's name, but he did great. He's like awesome Captain America. Oh yeah, yeah. I forget his Chris Evans. Yeah, he Evans. was better as Captain America, I think. But oh, he was a wicked Human Torch. He was. I think he was the highlight of those two shitty ass movies. Those movies yeah. make me want to kill myself. <laughs> yeah, I, you didn't even see Galactus in the second film. It was like, okay, now I feel like I've just wasted my time. Yeah. I, really. Speaking of that. Yeah. On the internet, everyone's saying that some um, black kid's supposed to play the Human Torch in the next one. Yes! <laughs> Every, everyone needs to be replaced with black actors. There's going to be no white superheroes anymore. But how does that... That's oh, fine. God. But yeah. they better make every single one of them black. Exactly. Everyone, you know, maybe it's an inside joke. He's Human Torch because he's black and he's crispy. He's overcooked. <laughs> it's a racist joke. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at that. Yeah. So, let me I'm ask you. They're going to ruin your career. <laughs> I saw recently, you saw the uh, the movie Kick-Ass 2. Now, you have a strong affinity for superheroes in comics, which is uh, ironic because you're such an evil, just dastardly person in the ring. Uh, who do you relate to more? Heroes like Kick-Ass or, or a villain like the motherfucker? <laughs> I love that name. That, that was just the greatest thing ever to me. Uh, the motherfucker is an idiot. <laughs> That's true. I think if I was anybody, it would be Hit Girl. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah, she's, she's a badass. She's badass. Def- like I always said, like after the first film, like if I ever have a daughter, I want her to be like that, and that's probably really fucked up. But I would totally raise her that same way, and I'd try not to get killed like Nicolas Cage did. Oh, uh, you'd shoot her in the chest with a gun. <laughs> I better not say that in public on a podcast. They might send yeah. death after me. Oh, but. Yeah. Uh, I think if you say if you say anything like so, uh, any, anything like that, the uh, the CIA will hear it and they'll come and arrest us. Who, who do you think benches more, Ethan, you or Mother Russia in in the second Kick-Ass film? Mother Russia. She was fucking scary. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't I, know. I thought she was kind of hot a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think anytime you have a big uh, Russian roided up woman beating up people to the Tetris theme, it, it sort of is a little bit erotic. I gotta give you that. I mean. No. Which, would you would Here, you trade yeah. Silesia for Mother Russia? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, he's willing to trade Silesia for Spider-Man comics, so <laughs> yeah. she's yeah. obviously expendable. <laughs> I could I could actually depend on Mother Russia. <laughs> I bet you she's a better driver too. <laughs> probably. Yeah. I mean, have you ever thought? I mean, I know their day Silesia has probably pissed you off royally. I mean, have you ever thought of giving her dog Peanut the uh, Anchorman treatment and punting the dog off a bridge to, to set an example for her? No, the the dog didn't do anything wrong. It just <laughs> the owner's an idiot. He's a humanitarian. He just hates Silesia. <laughs> or a dogitarian, I guess would be the word. I don't know. <laughs> no. Let, let me ask you this. Now, uh, back on the subject of superheroes for a moment, who do you think is the most underrated superhero in your opinion? Underrated? Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. 
Because I'm like, I'm a big, big fanboy for like most of the, I don't know, I want to say top heroes. Like I'm a big Wolverine fan, big Deadpool fan. And these are all like very popular characters. Exactly, exactly. Underrated. I'll say the most underrated villain. Who do you think that is? Uh, Jack-o'-lantern. Jack-o'-lantern. I could see it. I like him. Yeah. I didn't even know. Spider-Man is good villains. I didn't even know who the hell this guy was until I started reading that Venom book. And then they kind of did like a origin story on him and how he cut his like parents' heads off, like the top of their heads and scooped out their brains and then put candles in. So, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, this is friggin' insane. That's vicious. You don't get you don't get dark stuff like that often in, in today's comics. So oh. I like it. And that's why I really like the book, but fucking gets canceled. Yeah. Now you play you play quite a few video games. I saw you were picking up the uh, the Walking Dead video game, the Telltale one, not long ago. Uh, burning question for you: uh, Are you going with the Xbox One or the PlayStation Four uh, when those systems are released, and why? Neither. Neither. I'm not really like into video games. Mm-hmm. I just like if something comes out that I want to play, I'll play it. But like most of the stuff I own is all like superhero based. Yeah, that's how I am too. I usually buy only like. Superhero stuff or like specific like titles that I already have played before, like if it's a sequel or something. So I, I I said the same a few weeks ago. I was like, yeah, I'm probably not buying anything. I'll stick to 360 for as long as I can. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much also the same way with games. I mean, it's a, if something with a good superhero license comes out and it's actually not a bad game, it's like here, take my money. Like the Marvel vs. Capcom series got me uh, picking those up pretty quick. Hey Ethan, did you ever play Marvel Ultimate Alliance? Uh, number two, yeah, me and my brother beat it in one day, like, two Dude, weeks. you gotta, you gotta get the first one, it's so good, especially with the DLC. Yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard this, like, but the thing that pisses me off is, like, I'm trying to find it on eBay or Kijiji, and, mm-hmm. like, everyone's trying to friggin' sell it for, like, 60 bucks used. Yeah, I've seen that. Now, I, I want to throw it out there, since, since you're on the show, if anybody actually has a copy that they're willing to let go for a decent price, maybe any of our listeners will throw you... Or a copy. What they is that, just Xbox? sent it to them for free for entertaining them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Xbox, if you send PS3. Me, you send me the game for PS3, I'll send you a T-shirt. There you go. There you go. So if you've got Ultimate Alliance, and I think that's reasonable. I mean, Ultimate Alliance is, a, is an old game. It is a great game, though. So it's definitely Yeah, I've heard. Out. Like, I was pissed I had to buy the second one, but... Yeah. So The second one was, was okay. It wasn't as good, though. But there was the highlights. I like Deadpool and that and some of the other stuff. But the first one's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I think my favorite part was listening to the guy that had to make Speedball slash Penance's new costume. He's like, what is this? It's sick. Why do you want spikes that stab you? And I, I felt that was interesting. I thought that I thought, was kind of fun. I thought all the second costumes were shit. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't that good in that game. In the first game, they were awesome, and in the second one, it was just like crap. Yeah, and there's like four in the first game, too. Yeah, there was four, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, it's huge nerd talk that a lot of people don't know, but I mean, you got to stay on top of this. This stuff is great. It's a lot where it's where a lot of our inside jokes come in too on, on this show. A lot of superhero references, uh, you know, even to films like Unbreakable. We've made the Mister Glass joke. <laughs> I, I guess, I guess the, there we go, another Colin joke. He's the Mister Glass of. Uh... <laughs> or would that be, or would that be Michael Hutter? I don't know. <laughs> Michael Hutter. He's had like eighty knee injuries. <laughs> He's like Rey Mysterio status, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Ethan, who's your favorite uh, Canadian wrestler besides yourself? Uh, Chris Benoit. Oh, yes. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a shame that, that he's actually not here this week. Now, we, we have Chris Benoit. <laughs> you, mean, you mean we have Chris Benoit, not, not Chris Benoit. 
I only say I only say Chris Benoit because he's the most talked about. Yeah. He, and he was, he was, I think he's untouchable. Like, nobody can compare to him with, like, Matt wrestling and stuff like that. He was so good. Yeah. And so it's so forgotten now, unfortunately. So, you've mentioned a lot of downsides to having to put up with Silesia. Are there any perks to dealing with her at all that you can think of? Uh, yeah, getting across the border. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? She, uh, she uses her assets to sway the uh, Border Patrol? No, she's just such a dumbass that people just... Don't assume she's up to anything. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, so would you, like, sell her to one of those guys, like, asking for customs? Would you, like, sell her out and be like, okay, go go do that? For, like, 500 bucks, one of those guys who wants to, like, play with her feet <laughs> or something weird like that? Yeah. I mean, if it means i got to get across the border. <laughs> He's a smart guy. He knows how to, you know, use her to his benefit. So I can't yeah. knock for that. Have you ever had any uh, tryouts for Ring of Honor or TNA or WWE? Uh, I've had two with WWE, and me and Josh Alexander just had a dark match for Ring of Honor like a couple couple months ago. How did that go? Went really well. They they liked it, and we're still in touch with them. But again, just it's fucking wrestling. You know, there's so many wrestlers, and it's so hard to to, to get people to really get behind you. It's just. So much competition, and even if you're talented like you, I think it's it's difficult. I think that's bullshit. I don't think there are that many wrestlers. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it, with ring, like because you look at all the guys that TNA fired, for example. Now the Indies has so many guys, and there's a lot of guys who belong on TV and just won't get time of day because it's just shitty luck. Yeah, but so. I think I think eighty percent of indie wrestlers are fucking lazy, and and the reason that they get where they are is by where they live. It's all location. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a lot of them don't want to leave their area, and a lot of them just yeah. get lucky and with like, that. You got two guys, like, willing to literally travel anywhere. And, like, where we are, we're the farthest guys on every show that we work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you guys are, like, 12 hours away from everything. Always, always, always. Yeah. But, like, we're the ones scratching and clawing, and, like, fucking jabroni three hours away gets every opportunity in the world because he'll be there every time yeah exactly. that's true yeah you you got to be dedicated and you got to really love it and i think a lot of people don't and they just go into it because they want the fame but they don't want to actually pay the dues so to speak yeah and it's like super annoying because nowadays it's not like it has nothing to do with uh the name that you've like built for yourself it's where like what school you fucking paid to train in or what seminar you went to or like yeah you know what i mean and mm-hmm. I find that to be super, super annoying for guys who are, like, putting in the work and, like, fucking grinding it out and trying to, like, make, a like, a name and a brand for themselves. And, like, I think me and Josh Alexander are doing pretty good for ourselves right now. So, hopefully that leads to something good. Yeah, hopefully. Did, did WWE say anything to you after your tryouts? Yeah, they uh, told me that I was too young. Really? Yeah. How old are you? They, I'm, uh, only, I'm turning 24 in... Uh, Three weeks. That's not that young. Yeah, this is the same company that crowned Randy Orton as as a world champion at 24. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that weird. I know. I know, but now they're uh, now they're looking for like world travelers and guys who have been around the world and are mm-hmm. like yeah. closer to 30. You yeah. should have, you should have lied and said you were a former football player. Then they would have hired you. <laughs> <laughs> I played in Canada. I swear. <laughs> you know what though? Like, I don't want to say that I know anything. I'm just going off like what I was told. Yeah. Uh, they are like they're looking for guys who have like done re- like been successful on their own in wrestling. Like, yeah, like the guys who wrestled in Japan and had TV exposure and stuff like that. I think. Yeah, like, like look who's on top right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. 
it's it's refreshing because when you look at what the way it was ten years ago, it was like the opposite. You had just the big juice heads with no wrestling experience, and they were on top. Yeah, but my favorite wrestlers are Batista and Mark Henry. Are they really? <laughs> I love those guys. That's oh. hilarious. Because <laughs> that's so. I, I would expect it to be like Kurt Angle or someone like that. That's oh, funny as shit. That. Look, they're boring. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you, uh, Ethan, is there anyone, uh, if you could pick any one opponent in WWE, TNA, or ROH you haven't worked with yet but would like to, who would you pick? Uh, the Rock, if he's, I mean, if it's SummerSlam or WrestleMania. But, uh, <laughs> like, I don't know, Daniel Bryan's super hot right now. I, I would want to, like, put myself up to that. Or John Cena. Yeah. You're the you're the only one who, who would openly say that they want to wrestle John Cena. I think the internet, for some reason, has such a hatred for him that, uh, Anyone else would be afraid of saying that. <laughs> People are idiots. Like that's like saying you wouldn't want to wrestle Hulk Hogan twenty. Yeah, years. I agree. And I think Cena is great, and he's had so many great matches, and people just shit on him because of his character or whatever. But yeah, yeah. I think I think he's really come up, especially recently. I mean, you see some of the Daniel Bryan's. Uh, a lot of people don't realize, and I remember reading, oh hey, you know, he was supposed to work with Del Rio, but he chose to work with CM Punk when when Punk uh, blew up and became huge. So, I mean, kudos to that. You know? Yeah, yeah, Cena's not as bad as everyone says he is, but you know, he's the number one. Yeah, we're actually getting a caller on the line, Ethan. Let's see. Uh, uh, I think we have a caller who has some questions for you. So I'm, I'm gonna throw him on the line. Uh, <clears throat> caller, you're on asked with all ego, Ethan Page. How are you doing? Who are we speaking with? Hi, it's Tyler Febreze. <laughs> really? <laughs> Is this Rivy? Oh, no. Oh, God. Don't this be guy? such a grumpy guy. You're kind of scary. Do you have a question for uh, for Ethan Page? He's a fellow wrestler just like you. Do you have anything to say? Who the hell is this? Actually, this is Tyler Some guy Febreze. named Tyler Febreze. <laughs> Who? You'll never guess what happened, John John. You'll never guess. Just take a guess. Try. I don't know. Tell me. And hurry up because I we got, have a guest on. I got superpowers. Okay. <laughs> Wait till you hear my origin story. Are you ready? Oh, no. Make it fast. So, yeah. So there I was. I, I was bent over in a bathroom stall getting rammed up the hoo-ha by this cute little Japanese boy named Yoshi. Okay? So after he climaxed, I immediately passed <laughs> When I woke okay, up, this is I was disturbing. more toned than usual. Yes, I was more toned than usual. And then when I went to pull off my pants, I realized I had semen secreting out of the palms of my hands. <laughs> it turns out I can climb walls now and shoot webs of semen. Uh, <laughs> uh, so are you are you seaman now? No, no. I'm I'm gonna call myself Mister Febreze. I'm too right. an ego name yet. <laughs> All right. Well, well, thank you for that. Yeah. We your yeah. superhero story. It has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, that was disturbing, guys. We'll be sure to send Ethan Page to kick your ass for ruining his, his interview. Yeah, what the fuck, really? <laughs> we got some weirdos on, on this show. Like I said, we had a uh, mentally challenged person challenge Michael Hutter to uh, fight. On that note, who do you think is a bigger challenge, mentally challenged vampire or Michael Hutter? I have no idea what the fuck just happened. <laughs> That's okay. Neither do we. We we really have no idea what that was. But, uh, 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 what are your thoughts on the PWI 500? What were you ranked like 371? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't know. Did you submit yourself on that? To be honest. No. You know what? I I did a couple of years ago. And, oh, really? Uh, so she kept you. And then I 
told myself I wouldn't, and then I was like off a year, on a year, off a year. But I haven't. I don't think in like three or four years. So you know what you got to do is so you don't feel guilty. You get someone else to submit you, and then you're like, oh, I didn't do it. No, you know what? I I didn't even know it was coming up to be honest with you. And I used to uh, submit a couple through Alpha One. Uh huh. Like I like the last two years I haven't. Like I wasn't in it last year. Oh yeah. That's yeah. really. I mean, I, I honestly, I think the way they do it is they actually like they'll plan out the top five and they'll they'll use logic with that, and then the rest they just take names, take numbers, shuffle them, and give them uh, whatever number they want, and it makes absolutely no sense. See, I think it's they'll do 150 people, mm-hmm. in the order that they think. Yeah. Maybe a hundred. Maybe. That's being generous. And then the rest is just. Because dude, JTG ranked higher than you. What the fuck has JTG done in years? Made more money than me. Yeah, but he's not even on TV, and he's had like eight matches. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's just. I, I think honestly, like I'm thinking of just like submitting fake names in and seeing if they put them in. Like I'll put in fucking like Luke Hudson and like I'll put Jason Rivera in there and just see if they get in the list and see what happens. See what happens, man. Maybe we'll get on. Who knows? It'd be a, it'd be a science experiment. <laughs> I mean, really. You said you're a fan of Benoit. Do you celebrate Chris Benoit Day in Canada? What day is that? Nine eleven. <laughs> I think it's like four or something, right, Riv? Like, April. no, it, yeah, it's like April something, and apparently, I, I forget if it's like April eighteenth or something like that. Was yeah. named Chris Benoit Day in Edmonton. I believe they've since uh, oh, officially shit. revoked it. Yeah, we yeah. need to celebrate that. Like every year, we should have like a party. <laughs> yeah. In his honor. No, I I never knew that. Yeah. <laughs> now, Ethan, if you had to create your own superhero with your own superpowers. Uh, what would your name and special abilities be? You know what? I actually thought of a badass idea, and I'm going to debut it right now, and this is for the world to realize how retarded I am. <laughs> um, the superhero, his powers is that the longer he holds his urine, <laughs> the faster he runs. <laughs> and that then, feels like me. That actually is not a bad idea. That's like his energy. Yeah, and then I started thinking, like, well, what if he drank Red Bull and held his pee, and he had, like, super speed? Or what if he drank, like, gasoline and held his pee? He could, like, spit fire. That would be awesome. So, yeah, and uh, the guy's name would be uh, Squirt. (laughs) He could could tag with the guy who just called in, uh, Tyler Febreze, and they can both uh, have – what did Febreze say? He says he has semen that clings to the walls. They They could be a team. I, I think it would be great. I don't know. I think now, we just wasted all our time. No. <laughs> now we have a. Now we do have uh, joining us on the line, uh, Heavy Set, who is the host of the Ohio Indie Report. Uh, Heavy Set, you're on the line with All Ego Ethan Page. Do you have any questions you want to uh, bring up? I have a question, actually. Ethan, would you ever charge fans for pictures or autographs? Like if they came up to you, like let's say you blew up more, would you do that? Hell no. I I think I saw someone do that this last weekend at a show, and I'm not going to say who, but it's someone who's had, like, moderate success at best. And I think it's just such a fucking asshole move. Like, why would you, like... And a lot of people do that. And it's like, I understand you want to be a worker, but come on. Have a little heart. I don't know. I think it's stupid. I think that, uh... It's really funny, because me and uh, Josh Alexander were talking about this today. Mm -hmm. Um, We just kind of, like, reflected on, like, guys we're sharing the locker room with, and... I don't know, like, we're getting to the level that we used to watch guys on. And, uh, like, it hasn't changed us at all. Like, we'll take the time to, like, talk to whoever or 
sign whatever or fucking take a picture with whoever. Yeah, I, I think that's a good mentality to have because when once you get that big head, everything just goes downhill, and people will think you're an asshole. Yeah, and again, like I don't like I don't mean to bring him back into the conversation, but like you look at a guy like The Rock, like the guy's like posting pictures with fans that like go to see him at the gym. Yeah. Like and this, this is like no, top five movie stars in the world right now. Yeah, and, like, that's true. That's true. Who, who the hell is Ethan Page? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to like make make something out of a crazy ass job. And like, if someone likes me or looks up to me or fucking wants to meet me or ask me about how to become a pro wrestler, I'm not gonna like snub him or be like, yeah, five bucks or else you can hit the road. Yeah. What do you think is the is the is the most foremost like like you said people aspiring to be a wrestler? What do you think is the most important lesson anyone aspiring to be a wrestler needs to learn? Uh, don't. <laughs> I agree with that sentiment. As a, coming from a failed wrestler, uh, you know, obviously myself, I, I definitely agree with that. Well, I'm not kidding. Like, I totally wish wish I did something else with my life. <laughs> I'm just too like I'm too far in and too deep and too addicted and too in love with wrestling and like I've invested too much for me to just be like, well, maybe I'll try something else. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. This or I end up on the street. So. Yeah. Have you ever had any encounters with rats on the road? I've met them. Have <laughs> you I never banged them? any? Hell no. <laughs> there's no. Are there hot ones in Canada? Because in the United States now, ever since wrestling became popular again, there's some really hot chicks who are into it. No, and like, I've been offered, but I don't know. I just think it's too messy, too gross. Like, I don't Like, why, why do you need someone to, like, hold that over your head in, like, a town that you're wrestling in? You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, it's not it's not friggin' the eighties anymore or the nineties. Like I don't need a girl to like give me a house to stay in when I'm in Cleveland or Chicago. <laughs> I can I can fend for myself. I'm not gonna like Jew somebody. Yeah, that that's that's a respectable answer. Plus a lot of those rats are are dirty, they've slept with a lot of the other guys, so who wants to share, you know? Yeah, that's gross. You lost a lot of weight recently. What how did you do that? I noticed you got like mad center. Are you dieting or working out differently uh this guy mike rollins in uh canada he Mm. gave me some crazy fasting diet where you don't eat till lunch and then you eat within like a six to eight hour period Mm. all after the gym and that really worked for me and then i joined a crossfit gym and started doing that and then they gave me like this pro diet where i pretty much only ate egg whites and vegetables well, I don't know. I've kind of fallen off now. I'm trying to get back on track, but that's how I did it. Mm. I was thinking that maybe Silesia uh, slipped stuff into your into your drink and <laughs> tried to give you some illegal uh, substances, but no, that's good. That's a good. X-Lax? Yeah, X-Lax. There you go. No, I'm just kidding. No, don't do steroids. Yeah, don't. Unless, unless you're me or Benoit, then you're allowed to. <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh, Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad playing Lex Luthor in the next Superman film? I've never watched Breaking Bad, but I like. Neither have I. In the middle, so. Yeah, did you think that like the super? There's too many Superman films. I think like there's so many of them now, and they all have the same fucking story. I think it's just like, it's like being beat over the head repeatedly. I think Superman is the worst superhero of all time. I agree because it's like the cheapest fucking. Like he has no weaknesses. He's so one dimensional. Yeah, and like, a lot on any of it because they all like he wears glasses. Great disguise, dude. Yeah, exactly. Like one, he has no like secret identity, pretty much saying that everyone in Metropolis is a fucking idiot, 
And, <laughs> like, so you have that whole dynamic. And then you got the fact that he wears the most ridiculous costume of all time. And, like, whatever, you're going to say Spider-Man dresses up like a spider, but he has a gimmick, so it makes sense. At least Spider-Man's costume is kind of, like, color-coordinated. Superman's costume just looks like someone fucking vomited. Yeah, and, it, and like, oh, like, he, what? He has every freaking power ever. Yeah, yeah. like, eye beams. He, he can, can run. Fly. He can shoot ice out of his asshole. Like, he can he, fucking he, breathe he, fire. He was meant to be a bad guy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, one of the things, I don't know if you, you've, you're familiar with it, Ethan. I've seen it on the uh, the internet. There used to be a site called supermanisadick.com. It used to be dedicated to, like, the worst covers and panels, just showing how big of an asshole Superman has always really been deep down. Oh, uh, I haven't done that. I haven't seen that, no. Yeah. Well, one of them shows him uh, as a young Superman, uh, a young uh, with Bruce Wayne, a young Clark Kent with a young Bruce Wayne, he's like looking in front of a computer of some sort. He's like, see, one day I'll be Superman and you'll be Batman and we're going to fight crime together. And the caption underneath reads, yeah, and maybe you should have told me my parents were going to get gunned down in front of me, you fucking dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but that's Superman for you. The guy's basically a dick. I mean, there's he's, no two he, ways he's, about he's, it. He's like scumbag Seamus. <laughs> comic book form. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. So... We also have uh, Heavyset on the line. Heavyset, do you have a question for Ethan Page? Of course. Of course, Ethan, you know who I am. You want me money. You're my boy. <laughs> but, well, okay, no, you win me money. Because of you losing, I won money. But because of you winning, I got tickets to Absolution and all that. That's neither here nor there. I mean, you got this in the bag, Ethan. It's not really a question, but you got this in the bag. Granted, your first title defense was is going to be this, but... Weren't you in the finals of the J-Lit? Yep. And you went against Gargano and Elgin. I mean, this is almost a cakewalk. I agree. What's Okay. The <laughs> What's your question? <laughs> he didn't have one. Oh, okay. Well, I guess he just wanted to um, praise you for your excellence. Well, yeah. I, I, I could have had one, but waiting this long... It's all gone now. Hey, hey shut up. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> we, I had, know you... we, had to, we had to talk to Tyler Febreze, okay? He had to tell us about his superpowers. <laughs> so so I know, have you said, you'll be, uh, of course, you're the host of the uh, Ohio Indie Report, and you'll be at Gleaming the Cube as well, uh, watching the title defense August 30th. So now we're pretty much coming to a close. Ethan, uh, if you wanted to plug the, the shows and, and your Twitter page, your, your YouTube as well, feel free to do so now uh, so that all of our listeners can go back and they can uh, add you everywhere applicable. Yeah, it's a big weekend, so hit me up on Twitter, at EthanPage89. This Friday in Cleveland at Turner's Hall, uh, it's AIW. I'm defending the absolute title. That's like their heavyweight champion, which means I'm the best on the entire roster. Uh, So you want to hit up AIWrestling.com. That has all the info if they updated the website, or their Twitter is at AIWrestling. And then Sunday, I'm in California with Josh Alexander, Monster Mafia, taking on the Young Bucks. Uh, so hit up www.theiwl.com. It's an iPay-per-view, and it's only $3. So if you don't buy it because you, you're worried about iPay-per-views, what are you wasting my freaking time? It's $3. Just spend the $3. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm guaranteeing you guys in Cleveland, match of the night, and then in California, around the world, on iPay-per-view, match of the night. So, I mean, Ethan Page is delivering. California is quite a freaking drive. I feel bad for you. Uh, we're flying. 
Yeah. Oh, thank God for that, because I would I would hate to drive there. Yeah. I think I think we have one of your countrymen on the line. I guess we'll let him in before we uh, come to a close. Four one six, you're on the line. Did you have a question for Ethan Page to close out? Ask tonight. Hey there, guys. How you doing tonight? Hey, how's it going? Who are we speaking with? Not too bad. Uh, this is Adam and Milton. I actually know Ethan personally, so it's kind of cool to get on the line with them. Uh, I just had a quick question because I know you do have your ownership in Alpha One Wrestling. What's it like trying to balance being a wrestler but having to run your own promotion at the same time? Oh, it's super stressful. Uh, you got to deal with one, like the booking aspect. Everyone, especially if people know that you're doing it, you're going to have to balance that out and not rub people the wrong way. Uh, two, like the scheduling is horrible. You got to deal with your own schedule the promotion schedule and all the other talent schedule. And like for a successful promotion, you kind of have to like put your career to the side and focus on the company instead of doing you. And I think when alpha one closed for that little while, it gave me the right window to skip over to the U S and start working for AIW and then AAW and now all over. So it's pretty crazy. I had no idea that you ran a promotion. That's interesting. Quite a, you're quite a busy man, aren't you? Yeah, I try to be, yeah. <laughs> a man well, of many cool. talents. Yeah, many dimensions I, and layers. I mean, a lot of people, it's in the name, all ego, Ethan Page. Your ego also very justified because you keep busy, you're on top of the world, you've got a hot woman at your side, a championship. Hey, you know, we're rooting for you, man. Or at least I am. Don't, don't tell Michael Hutter I said that. But uh, <laughs> here's a tip: when you when you face Hutter, just go for his knees. It'll be real easy, and it'll be over fast. <laughs> no, ju- just have a just just use the woman to your advantage. He, he has a weakness for women, which we've seen on the. Uh, <laughs> he actually has. He does. His thousand years on NXT, we've found out that he's very weak against women. He might, he might uh, love. <laughs> yeah. But uh, thank you, Ethan Page. Do you have anything else to close out the show tonight before we uh, call tonight? Just uh, hit me up on Twitter. Like, there's not one person that I won't tweet back at unless you're really ignorant. Uh, <laughs> at, at Ethan Page 89. That's it. Thank you, Ethan. Thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Asked. And we are out for the night. Check us out next week at our regular 1030 time slot. Yes, next week we have a big guest. Comedian Bob Levy from the Howard Stern Show and various other places is going to be joining us. And it should be awesome. Again, follow us on at CSTC Twitter. Subscribe to us on iTunes. You can find the link on our Twitter page. We are out, and let's play our outro for all of you wonderful people out there. What is love? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me.